0: I'm going to give an example here that really solidifies it in one aspect for me, what love is. I don't know if you guys have seen the movie Interstellar. Yes. yes. It's my absolute favorite movie. Wow. Um, but there's one reason why. It's because there's no force in the universe that could move faster than the speed of light.
1: Mm. Nothing in the universe. It's still not discovered to it's, this day. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. whatever
0: dark matter and dark energy is, that's a whole other conversation. We just don't know yet. Mm-hmm. But for now, we don't know anything that moves faster than light yes and in quantum physics and quantum mechanics there's like certain particles that will move in a certain way that defies the laws of physics which is why it's such a hard concept for a lot of people to understand and grasp but wherever that female actor is in that movie she says one thing that love transcends space and time Mm. wow how can I be attracted to someone that's galaxies away and I will travel to the ends of the universe for someone I love Mm. nothing is stronger than that force
2: Thank you guys for tuning in for another episode of Wealth is Possible. Uh, On today's episode, we're going to be uh, talking with Casra, who recently published his second book, Realizations. So casra has been actually writing for 12 years and started when he was 18 years old. So he published his first book, Acts of a Savage, uh, at the age of 23. And uh, we're going to be talking to him about his uh, writing process and the process of getting a book published, uh, his day trading journey. He's actually a day trader as well. And his unique perspective of life. So, what is up, Mr. Kasra? How are you doing today? Yo,
0: thank you for having me. I just want to say that. um, Before we start, though, I do want to tell you guys, like, you may not know it. You probably do. But, like, you guys are an inspiration. And you guys are giving a lot of value to a lot of people. And they may not say anything. They may not even comment. Like, they may not even follow you guys on social media. Yeah. But, like, they're definitely listening. For sure. On
2: that note, make sure you guys subscribe and follow and do all that good shit. So we can, you know, absolutely do something out here, you know? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we can help more people see exactly. what we have to that, share. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Like I've
0: listened and, and watched a lot of your episodes, not all of them whole way through, but partially as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of value in what you guys are doing. So sure. yeah. like, sure. like definitely keep it up. Yeah. Thank you, bro. And thank you, thank you for thank having you. me. Yo. Oh yeah. Bro, appreciate you, yeah. gotcha, bro.
2: And if you guys just found us through YouTube, you can actually check us out on Instagram and TikTok. <laughs> yeah. For all the main nuggets that our guests say, we pick the most fire shit and we make like TikToks and reels out of them. So Instead of, you know, not everybody wants to sit down and watch like an hour, 20 minutes of like footage. So if you guys, you know, watch that short form content, just go on our pages and we have all that ready for you. And we're also on Twitter as well now.
1: Alrighty then. So Castro, tell me what got you into writing 12 years ago? The
0: journey, it was an emotional one. Mm -hmm. Like that's originally what got me into it. Okay. I realized like writing is for me because... I didn't choose it you know what I mean it's not like I sat down one day and I'm like you know what like maybe I should write it was something that I was drawn to because like I had no other outlet Mm. I had no other thing I could go to to be like I need to express myself like otherwise like I don't know how I'm gonna move forward Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the way it started is like I've told a few people this story but I used to work at this old job that used to have like a a little kiosk in the middle of the mall Mm -hmm. and um, I remember one day I was just going through some shit I was like 18 19 and we used to have these lead cards where like we would take down customers' information and write down their name, numbers, and address and stuff. And I remember like sitting in the middle of the mall and flipping it mm-hmm. and just like writing out something. And I remember what that first everything i wrote there are older instances where like i realized i can write mm-hmm. but it wasn't something that was like conscious
1: it didn't really click click
0: at, it at didn't those click times. Yeah. yeah looking yeah. back now you're I, just like
2: yo i'm sick at writing yeah yeah
0: or oh, i i didn't even realize yeah, yeah. like yeah. like teachers like in school were like oh like this is a great story you wrote yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know <laughs> yeah. what i mean no i yeah. feel, you. I feel yeah. you yeah but for yeah. me it didn't click i'm like okay like whatever i just half-assed it like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was at this
1: moment in the in the mall yeah okay um
0: and that first thing I wrote it's actually in the first book I wrote Mm -hmm. and it was called Faceless Monsters Mm -hmm. that's the first thing I ever wrote consciously
2: what inspired you to write that who was the faceless monster in that situation the
0: faceless monsters were the people in the mall at the time Mm -hmm. because I remember sitting down and I was going through some shit like Mm -hmm. with my family and Just everything, I was going through it. And I remember sitting down in that, it was literally a a booth in the middle of the mall. It was like a cross mall. I don't know if that makes sense. Yes, yes. And I was right in the. Like a plaza? Yeah, yeah. No, like in the mall, it was like a cross, like the shape of the mall. Okay, 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 Mm. okay. And I was sitting right in the middle. And, like, everybody could see me.
1: Trippy. Yeah. So you have people walking all
2: People walking all, all directions. directions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: I was And I sat down. And that was kind of the time when, like, I didn't really have a place to stay. What I, do you mean you didn't have a place to stay? Like, I didn't have, like, a home. Just got off the phone call and, like, I found out, like, I don't have a place to stay.
3: Oh, oh shit. And shit.
0: so I, I, I sat back down after that phone call. And I was just like, yo, like, these people that are walking by have no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they mm-hmm. have no idea what I'm going yeah. through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, they may just look at me. They don't even see me and, like everybody's going through their own little thing and like we're all these like faceless monsters just walking Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's where like that inspiration came from Okay. and then from there every time I would get to work I would literally flip through them the back of the lead cards and just write some shit Mm -hmm. and I remember like my manager would be like oh shit like you're selling a lot and I'm like yeah yeah I'm selling a lot because the lead cards are disappearing disappearing right because I would like fold them up and put them in my pocket and
2: take home oh right I still have a lot of those oh shit I still kept them Make it turn into an NFT You know <laughs> But <laughs> like Digitalize it in the <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
0: yeah so that's how That's how it all started Okay mm. okay. Um And the journey obviously Is like a really complex one But that's where it all began
2: Okay mm. yeah. Damn bro Did you end up finding a spot To stay after like Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay okay After okay. like a few days yeah
0: Okay okay okay, okay. okay. Yeah, So what, what did you do in between Just Whatever the fuck I could do Mm. I was like with my ex at the time And oh, so fuck. I had like a lot of pride So I didn't even want to stay with her mm. Yeah I would just stay Wherever I could mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was on some like weekend shit You know Yeah, yeah. Yo, hard <laughs> you, shit. you did what you had yeah. to do You yeah, made exactly. it happen You I mean,
2: survived You, know? yeah, yeah, you yeah. became a writer shit well. <laughs> mm. <Okay. laughs> yeah, time, yeah.
1: So at what point During your writing process Did you decide I want to publish my work
0: the first book was published in 2015, mm-hmm. so seven years ago. I was 23 at the time. That's Acts of a Savage, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I have that tattered on me too here. I don't know. I know. Yo,
2: you know what's crazy? I'll tell you guys a little story. I yeah. got, I got to cut you. I got to yeah, yeah, go interrupt it. you. Yeah. So Casper and I actually worked at like a like an insurance company together. And then I remember like one good day, good times. Good times. <laughs> I remember um, I always see him like in, in the hallways, like just walking by and shit. I was like, oh, those guys seem to match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you ever see those memes where the guys just like this? you yeah. like, yo, I don't know, you're cool. Like, yeah, right? yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know you chill like <laughs> that. Yeah, chill like that, right? You yeah, guys yeah. had that office moment, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. So I am like, okay, this guy's sick, guy's yeah. But I never like really talked to him, right? Yeah. And like, I seen his tattoo. I think, I think I came up to you and I asked you about it, right? I think so, yeah. Because yo, I had a tattoo at the exact like before I had a sleeve. I had one tattoo like at the exact same yeah, spot. Yeah, yeah. It's exact same spot. And yeah. that was your brand, and that's my brand, and that's his brand. So I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, bro, what is that, right? Yeah. And you're like, yo, the, I think he told me like, yo, it's my yeah, book yeah, yeah, and all that yeah. stuff. And I'm like, yo, bro, what the fuck's my brand? Yeah, right yeah, yeah. it's on the same spot. I'm like, yo, what's guys? I didn't know you chill like that. Yeah, I know you chill like that, right? And then like, yeah, you know we like yeah we dabbed it up and shit and then that's how i met first met uh casper like through the name of the book acts of a savage yeah, yeah. and i think i bought a book like shortly yeah, after did. that yeah, 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 yeah. Did. i still have it okay. you do it okay. Okay. i still have it i still have it Bless. so so it's in when, my collection yeah so
0: when, when there's gonna be a lot more you gotta add to that collection. Fuck, yeah. you know, you, you gotta put me on the subscriber uh, <laughs> put on the auto subscribe thing you know at the time i was in college mm. and i remember like i had from the moment i started writing so that was like about five years at that point okay of like
1: like writing Writing And and like how many Pieces of work Would you say You've, you've written up To that point
0: A lot bro Like mm-hmm. I can't even Give you a number It was mm-hmm. like Hundreds of entries
1: Okay And this is all Like fiction Non-fiction like It story. wasn't At the time None of them Were stories Okay
0: All of them Were either poetry Or Insightful words Or in just like Self-expression. Mm-hmm, just expressing mm-hmm. how I feel. Yeah, yeah, And then I remember I was in college at the time and I was really into art, painting and stuff, and like art history. That's kind of been my thing for a long time.
2: Yeah, you have like a lot of like Van Gogh.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like stuff, I just yeah. love art. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember like thinking to myself that I want to put together a body of work. Mm. And so I started to slowly like go through all the writings I had and like try to put them together. The first book really, to be quite honest with you guys, was never meant to be sold. Mm-hmm. It was put Together simply, so I could prove to myself that like I can create a body of work, mm-hmm. and, and I can, just, huh?
1: You and, and so that you knew that you can go through the whole process and yeah. put it out there and, and, yeah. and know that you did that
2: exactly. What, what okay. made you want to be like, uh, like obviously, like okay, people will like they write their journal, some people like they write poetry and stuff and mm-hmm. just kind of keep it hidden. Mm-hmm. What made you want to like go through the process of like having it like turn into like an actual print published book? I think, um. It gets pretty dark to answer that question. Let's
1: go um, there.
0: But like, I'm gonna I'm gonna be very honest with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, I didn't think I had much time left to live. Mm. Oh shit! Um, for a lot of different reasons. Yeah. Um, and so I thought, if I'm not here tomorrow, somebody needs to know that I wrote. Somebody mm. needs to know that like. I like to express myself And like These are the thoughts I'm having mm-hmm. And so people could take that And give them a reason to continue mm-hmm. You know And use it in whatever way And use it in whatever way mm-hmm. And I was like I gotta get this out It was literally like a It was almost like a Tupac moment You know how like This <laughs> yeah. guy would like Literally record songs yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah And like Every day he'd be in the studio Recording yeah, songs Yeah
2: and he made bare He did a lot in those few years Exactly Yeah So for me Cause he knew that he was yeah. something Yeah
0: Exactly So I thought like I gotta put together this As soon as possible And like put it out immediately Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and like i didn't i I sold it just because i thought that was the right thing to do Mm. but like i just wanted there to be copies for the day that i'm gone Mm. okay that's where the idea came and then like looking back now i should have never been sold because like it's not the greatest piece of work and i I say this to myself (coughs) respectfully Mm -hmm. because like it's not coherent a lot of the entries and my writing is very rudimentary Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like if you compare my writing now it's so much better. Yeah, it's, mm. it, you've evolved for
1: sure, right? A lot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like
0: I've I've evolved as a writer mm. and an artist. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, 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 Whereas then it was really like I didn't know who who I was. What style? What style say, I wanted yeah, to yeah. do? And a lot of the stuff was really dark. Oh, mm. And okay. also that book was designed to be as rebellious as possible. Mm. Mm. That's why it's Acts of a Savage.
2: Yeah, and, and the Acts
0: yeah. of a Savage. The name I actually came up with it in a mall. I was like ironically I was in a mall like, again. I was walking one day, and then like that's where the idea came to me. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because, like, the axe was supposed to be, like, a Shakespearean thing. Because it was, like, chapters. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're not like I, I never, axe. I never knew that. Yeah. yeah. And the savage Bars. part is because of, a, of an artist. He was a French artist named Paul Gauguin. Mm-hmm. And he created a book. He, like, literally left France, went to Tahiti, and, like, drew and painted in Tahiti. Mm. And he created a book. And his emphasis, like, when I read it at the time... Was about the savage in you, hmm. right? So it's kind of like acts. So like the chapters and the entries yes. of acts of a savage. But, like a savage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. but it also
2: works as like a savage, like what a savage would exactly. Be. That's crazy. That's mm-hmm. like crazy. I didn't even know that. That's yeah. crazy. Jeez. Yeah. And is that book Jeez.
1: still available right now, or did you um, take that off?
2: Yeah, because you know, I, I, Vint actually told us. So Vint, our other uh um, co-host, he actually told us like well off camera. He's like, he's like, he went on your website and he didn't see your first book. Is that the reason why you haven't put it on your castwithlove.com website? Is it because you don't want that to be published anymore? Like, yeah. You ch- so That's you don't not. want anyone To buy that book ever no. Fuck So I, saying, saying the book That I have right now Is gonna go up in value and shit <laughs> yeah, Pretty much Yo you guys yo, Shoot me a DM My uh, Instagram's down below the we'll eBay, Check out.
0: the eBay yeah, link Check the you eBay link yeah. <laughs> I still have about 50 copies It's still in my room Okay okay. Pristine copies yeah. Okay
2: Yeah let me know If you wanna get rid of it eh? <laughs> But yo to be honest
0: That experience Is literally What allowed me to create this Okay. Wow. Okay Without that I would have been stuck on this mm-hmm. like i wouldn't mm-hmm.
2: have known what to do why don't you show them your book and like
0: yeah. just talk about like your like, the book the right cover there. and stuff this is this I is the second book this is the recent one that came out yeah. called
1: realizations mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so what's your typical writing process like leading up to the publication of a book well i guess i'll talk about this one because yeah. the first one was very exactly. just chaotic this is basically like your yeah. main like your yeah, first yeah, yeah. main the first one is like a compilation
2: absolutely. of all like a bunch of small works that you <laughs> just kind of put together right yeah mm-hmm. yeah it doesn't really tell you a story all the way through does it
0: in a sense it does um, But like I said It's
1: not really coherent
0: It goes in and out Of like the main story And even the way I put it together was
1: It uh, wasn't planned to be A book from the beginning Yeah, yeah. those entries right yeah. It's kind of a rash Kind of yeah. choice It was It was yeah. very rash yeah yeah. yeah 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 Sorry what was your question again Yeah so my question is uh, what, what What is the writing process like Leading up to The publication of a book And, and basically You know Writing those entries mm-hmm. for, for the types of books You write
0: It's gonna change a lot That mm-hmm. process But mm-hmm. I'll tell you Like the process for this one Yeah it was uh, may 17th 2020 mm-hmm. when i wrote the first entry of this book and i titled that the book of realizations and it wasn't a book i just literally titled it that and so the goal was it was this idea that like how can you consider yourself a writer or a swimmer or whatever it is that you are if you're not doing the actual act i think i've said mm-hmm. this before mm-hmm. you know so the acts of a writer Right You know (laughs) And so I I thought to myself And I'm like It's been At the time Was about Eight years I think That I like I considered myself A writer Mentally But then I came to myself And I'm like Where's the actual rating? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's you. Am I am I am I rating? That's you. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not. So that's like huge. am I a fraud? Yeah. You yeah, know yeah.
2: Like, I, I was Yo, you you tend to have that identity crisis. I I feel like this happens with like literally anybody who's doing yeah. anything. Yeah. Like, you know, like whether you're an entrepreneur or trying to build a business or whatever or like, you know, if you're trying to be like an artist or whatever, mm-hmm. you know you're you identify as this person, but like hey, if you're not doing the work and not putting it out there, then you kind of Feel like a fraud, mm-hmm. you know. Which is yeah. So that's just pretty cool how you went to that. You yeah, know? Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: And then so the the plan was 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 for 365 days I would write every single day, mm. and that's what happened. So, so you never miss a day. I did miss a day. I missed a few days, and you'll notice in the book like there isn't every single day in there either. There isn't 365 pages, no, or no, entries no. in a no. sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I took out a few entries and stuff mm-hmm. just because like the expectation wasn't to write and create gold every time. The okay. expectation was to get into the habit of what it looks like to write every day Mm
1: -hmm. so were these entries like journal entries in a sense or was it did you know every time you wrote these entries it was gonna be for this book
0: no so it was about 25% in Mm -hmm. where I realized like I would go back and I realized like holy shit there's powerful stuff in here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then i went yeah. back to the beginning and i realized yeah. the book of realizations and i was like what if this becomes my second body of work yeah yeah and that was about five years after the first book mm-hmm. and the crazy thing is is like at the time in 2015 no one knew i would i, I was writing i was yeah. shortly telling you this yeah you're showing, me, you're showing yeah. me yeah and like nobody knew i would write my parents didn't really know they still don't really know do they they do. I mean, both my parents, like, they realized this is who I am now. So, so they've. They accepted they it. They accepted it. Yeah. 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 But yeah, no one yeah, knew. They're not going to, like, tell you to, like, hey, stop writing, right? <laughs> they've tried. They've tried. Really? Like, it's yeah. like that. No, not not to that? stop writing, but it's like, oh, it's a distraction. Like, it should be a hobby. Else. Don't yeah, waste yeah, your yeah, time. Don't waste your time. Yeah. yeah. They didn't realize, like, yo, this is, like, bigger than everything else that I'm doing. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, this is what yeah. I feel inside my soul. Yeah, like, how are you going to tell me not to do that? Yeah. You know? 25% in, I was like, you know what? This could turn into something. And so I started to be more conscious of my writing and as it goes on like I don't know if you guys have read it at all but like if you read it from page one to the end Mm -hmm. you'll realize like the progression it's literally a journey Mm -hmm. and you'll see the progression Mm -hmm. in me identifying as this person because Mm -hmm. now I'm doing this every day Mm -hmm. now every day when I wake up it doesn't matter what time of day I'm writing that's what I'm thinking about whereas before it'd be like a side thought it'd be like something in the back of my mind Mm -hmm. now it's a conscious thought Every day, mm. Mm. you know, yep. and that's what like cements that idea of who you are. It's that habitual act to do something
2: every day, okay. Mm. okay. And then, and then you identify as that person, and you identify as that person. Yeah. It's like somebody who like starts like rock climbing, for example, yeah. right? Like, you rock climb every day. And you, and you like that, that's what you're doing, you become a rock climber. Mm. You know, if you rock climb, like if you can rock climb once, doesn't mean you're a rock climber. It means you went rock climbing. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah exactly. Yeah.
0: And um, this is what I was actually going to say. Mm-hmm. After the book came out in 2015, I stopped writing for about three years, three, four years, mm-hmm. never wrote a page. Ah, mm-hmm. was, Why was, there, was there a reason for that? The reason was because, like, there was a lot of shame involved. Where I just felt like the thoughts that I have, I don't wanna face. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of darkness and sadness that I wasn't ready to face. And I was like, you know what? Like, fuck this shit almost. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm allowed to swear on here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, fuck this shit. You can say shit. whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, you know? yeah. So like, I was like, fuck this shit. I don't, like, it's not really doing anything for me. And mm-hmm. like, it's too dark, it's too sad. Like, I was tired of the act itself. Yeah. In those times, what's unique is that like, I stopped writing like how I write now. But what I didn't realize Was like Almost every day I was writing songs mm. And like A lot of people don't know But I write songs <laughs> <laughs> Oh like, shit They like rhyme and shit Like like actual like R&B and like rap songs No way, okay, no way okay. I just don't have the voice Like I'm not a rapper I'm not an yeah. artist yeah. In that sense Yeah. if yeah. you guys
2: need a ghostwriter I'll have my boy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but like I would write a lot of songs But it was really just like I would smoke I would get high And I would just like Write songs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't Really conscious It was more Cause like I needed an outlet What yeah. would you write about? usually it was something about love Mm.
2: like it always is for me there's a lot of love in it i think we have a question regarding uh that you want to you should we hop into that later or should we hop that later okay that's a big one Yeah, it's a big one it's a big one
0: yeah Yeah, so i stopped writing for a little while and then eventually i kind of transitioned back into it i I started to have respect for my writing again Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and my expectations of it changed i realized i don't need to write in order to create something it was a form of expression and i I allowed it to be that Mm. and that's what kind of slowly progressed into the first entry of this book
1: mm. yeah so when you started writing again for this book was that like the first time you started or did you start writing it was like a slow transition it was Like a slow transition yeah okay okay
0: um and then this journey honestly was a beautiful journey mm. like that that time i know COVID was happening around the yeah. world and stuff but yeah. that time was a really beautiful moment because it's like everything and every day Felt beautiful and poetic for
2: me Because you were writing poetry I was literally writing poetry I'd yeah. literally
0: be like Anywhere Would and you do it
2: during the daytime Or nighttime? Like is there any specific time That you were? writing? it didn't matter You just wrote
0: Yo like When we were working At that insurance company mm. There were a lot of times When like you'd be finished You'd finished at 5pm mm-hmm. You haven't done shit All you did was Sit on your ass all day Yeah mm. I wouldn't have the energy to write mm. But then When I was writing this book I'd be doing like Two jobs at the same time Be coming home at 3-4am and I would sit down at 4 a.m. in my room and write. Mm. Literally, my back would be aching, and my like my knees are hurting and shit. And I'd be like crammed up just writing. Mm. Like I had that mental energy, you know That's what I crazy. Mean? Okay, okay, Like okay. it didn't matter when, where, who was there. Like nothing mattered. Mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. I could literally stare at a blank wall and
1: I could find inspiration. It was just coming out of you. It was just coming. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We want to thank Betstamp for sponsoring this video. Betstamp's free app gives you guys the ability to line shop for the most valuable odds on each bet that you place. If you're already on these sportsbooks placing bets, then this is a no brainer. Take advantage of the Betstamp app, which integrates multiple sportsbooks and gives you guys access to the best prices so you can maximize your profits. The only way to get an edge on online sports betting is by having multiple accounts at different sportsbooks. Sign up for free using our promo code in the description box below so what inspired the title for the second book was it from that first entry or or how how, how did you come with
0: it it i I don't know where i came up with it like the first time like the first book it was a struggle to come up with the title Mm -hmm. Um, but this one like i think it was a matter of like realizing no pun intended that every day there's a new realization
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and
0: like Mm -hmm. I, i noticed very early on that you know your emotions aren't the same every day, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and I had trouble like with writing, mm-hmm. like after my little three four years where I stopped, mm-hmm. yeah. where I didn't know which emotion to address.
3: Mm. I don't know if that makes sense or
0: not. Oh, I feel no, you. it makes I sense. sense. In one day. Like you go through so many emotions, yeah. And it's like, so which one do I address? Mm. You know, do I talk about the good ones in the morning? Do mm-hmm. I talk about the depressing ones at night? Mm. Which one do I address? Because mm.
1: it had been a couple years since yeah. you really expressed. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of it was jumbled up in your head. Yeah, in a sense, right? it, it was.
0: It was a, like a big jumbled moment. Mm. And so mm. I, I started to like think to myself, and I'm like, whenever a realization came to me, that's the moment that I would write it out.
2: Mm. it doesn't matter what it was and yo you're like in your late 20s so like at this age like, even me even vino that's like a word that we've been using quite a lot too it's actually crazy that you wrote your book on it mm-hmm. but this age there's just epiphanies and realizations happening every day every, almost every day every at this day. point because you know you start realizing a lot of things about life and shit your and, eyes like, start opening your eyes are opening real, up yeah. and like yo you just essentially you're like you're maturing and like you mm-hmm. know you see who you are and like how the world works it makes sense yo you think about like all these old people like yo they weren't like that when they were younger and shit they they mm-hmm. are fucking jumping around doing their thing too but like you know it's realizations about life that makes you who you are at the end Absolutely. of the day right mm-hmm. so yeah. it's, it's, that's, a, that's that's the big title still mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah yeah And you'll notice like even in speech, like even in the entries, I'll purposely state what I realized today or the realization today is this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And initially, the expectation was never to put out gold every time I wrote. But what's interesting, and I think I told you this yesterday when we spoke, what's interesting is that like now everything I write is gold. Mm. And this isn't like an egotistical thing, but Mm -hmm. it's just like... I've cemented this idea that like I'm great at what I do mm-hmm. that like every time I come to an empty page which some people might find intimidating to get their thoughts out For me It's
1: like Drinking water now mm-hmm. You're so they, experienced You're so seasoned In it That yeah. like it, they, you know It's good shit There's literally yeah. A saying
2: yeah. that Everything you touch Turns to gold Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. It comes to that point you It's know? Not yeah. like that Did you feel like A few of our episodes We've been interviewing Different different type of people You know like mm-hmm. Visual artists Before you We had uh, Mathushin the boxer mm-hmm. Like she has been Doing boxing For like 10 plus years Right, right. If you're 18 You already passed The 10 year mark Of writing Right Obviously you had A few years off And shit But mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. almost Hit the 10 year mark Mark, have you heard of the 10,000 hour rule? Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Do you think you've met that
2: 10,000 hour rule?
0: I think so. Yeah. Uh, and I think one of the reasons is because the physical writing is one thing, mm. but um, I don't know, it's weird because I also think and process my emotions poetically. Mm-hmm. My thoughts have turned into like a, a feeling almost. Mm-hmm. And one way I can describe it is like a way that I described the last entry that I posted on my site, mm-hmm. which was called the little park that no one sees, where I say like, you know that feeling if you're like, there's a little cabin in, in like the mountains in the woods it's like a wooden house with like the rain hitting the windowsill. Mm-hmm. I like just picture that emotion. Yeah. My thoughts, it's like a poetic translation of my thoughts. Mm. And so even when I'm not writing, I'm still writing in my head. Mm. If that makes sense, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My yeah. thoughts, I think it's just, yeah. like, it, who you it's are. also the type
1: yeah. of the way your brain works, and yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. how you are, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, a yeah. lot of people can probably relate for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: I've even been able to, like, just recently, I'm getting better at realizing like the style of writing that I have. Mm. Before it was just expression, and yeah, I write, you know, sad stuff and positive stuff sometimes too. But I've been able to pinpoint a lot more, mm-hmm. like my writing style. Mm-hmm. And looking at history All like I read a lot right I, I love reading yeah. Obviously Yeah. And I've been able To pinpoint it And that's really Beautiful for me Because like I haven't been able To pinpoint my style mm-hmm. And it's like a mixture Of like different writers From the from the past You know mm. And one is still alive Of course but yeah. Who are those writers One of them is uh, A guy named Franz Kafka Yeah. Which some people Might know But his writing Is one of the most Depressing pieces of work I've ever read in my life mm. It's extremely depressing Give us an example though Because like You know I don't really
1: read Those types of Yeah books yeah. and stuff like that so
0: i'll give you one example of one book that i read and mind you this guy's classified as one of the greatest writers of the 20th century Jeez. wow the greatest wow. and take in he worked full-time to the end of his life and writing was like on the side that's wow. crazy and he's classified as one of the greatest writers of the that's 20th century yeah. that's okay. huge right yeah. yeah and a lot of his novels are unfinished wow like it gives me goosebumps just thinking about that why is that me. why is that he didn't finish it Okay. But it still somehow got published. But it still got published. Yeah. Through like obviously his the people around him. Family and things like that. Yeah. yeah. And they're classified as one of the greatest stories. But wow. one example is a book called The Trial. Mm-hmm. That was the second book of his I read. Okay. I've actually read every single thing he's ever published. Wow. Except like a, some of his short stories. Mm-hmm. But The Trial, I'll tell you guys what this is about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's about a guy that, to summarize it really quickly, that wakes up one day and realizes that he's like convicted of a crime that he does not know what it is. And throughout the entire book It's him trying to find out What his conviction is What he's convicted it's of It's like a fictionist story it's, Yeah it's all fictionist Yeah, And he never finds out mm. And It's so depressing But the message behind the story Is like The inner workings of society How we consistently chase This like Never ending goal mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like you consistently go towards something that you can you cannot achieve mm. it's that idea
1: it's like it's almost like it was set up from the beginning never to be able to be done or completed exactly. or achieved in a sense that's right. right okay and okay. it's that
0: quest to to get the answers mm-hmm. and it's a trial it's like the book's literally called the trial so it's mm. him literally going through different lawyers and these loopholes and these things that like do not make sense mm. so franz kafka there's actually an english word that's named after him it's called kafka-esque Okay. Which translates to... Yeah, I feel to, like I've heard that before, yeah. yeah. It translates to, like, something that has nightmarish qualities. Mm. Mm. So he,
1: he, was, he was a dark writer. He was, he was extremely dark. Okay. And
0: there's a story about him as well that, like, there's one of his closest friends at the time named Max Broad. Mm-hmm. I think that's how you say his name. Mm-hmm. He told him, like, before he passed, that, like, I want you to burn all my writings. Mm. And he didn't listen... And he chose to... And he chose to publish, publish it. it all. And then he comes out as one of the greatest writers of the 20th century.
1: That's wow. crazy. That's crazy. That's insane. That is crazy. Why do you think he said, I don't want you to publish
0: it? I really relate to him because it's a feeling of shame. Because a lot of his stories actually are linked to like his father mm-hmm. and how he had issues with his father. Okay. And he felt like very... He didn't want that out there. He didn't want sense. that out there. Okay, okay. And a lot of his stories are reflections of his life. That's mm-hmm. that's what writing is, right? Yeah. It's a, yeah. literally a reflection of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Characters in the Something story. Something that came from inside yeah. you, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. Okay, okay. And his writings is. If you were to like put it under a little cloud, it's classified as like absurdism. It's like a philosophical idea. You guys know of like a existentialism and you guys know a little those, bit about that. You guys yeah, know like those, yeah. those philosophical, yes. like uh, I don't even know what it's called, but those philosophical ideas. Yeah. There's one called absurdism. Okay. I don't know who started it. Um, but I read a book by I can't remember his name He's another philosopher mm-hmm. That kind of talked about it And his mm-hmm. writings Is really classified As absurdist work okay. And absurdism Just literally means like Whatever absurd means Like it's absurd mm-hmm. Like it's, existence is absurd it's, mm-hmm. it's wild It's whack It's yeah. crazy Yeah Okay okay So my writings Is a mixture of him And another guy It's a Japanese writer Who's alive right now mm. His name is Haruki Murakami mm. Mm and he's classified as like a magical realism type writer mm. so my work is kind of like a depressing absurdist quality it has like an absurdist quality to mm-hmm. it mixed with like a magical a different take on reality okay mm-hmm. okay that's something like, like kind of out there yeah mm-hmm. out of the world yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. there's one story in this book that fits that quality perfectly okay yeah. okay and um,
1: let me ask you this, bro. Like, I know, I know you <laughs> said some of the some of the things you've put out there, you felt ashamed about. Yeah, yeah. Do you do you f- still feel ashamed at all, or towards the earlier ones? Yeah, because it's like
0: pure raw emotion. Mm. It wasn't filtered, none of that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of my work now, there's a lot of like very dark stuff in this too, very sad and like suicidal stuff. And I'm not ashamed of that at all. Okay. Because um, that's reality, bro. Exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah a it's, lot of people can relate and face of the feedback you can't, so far. You can't, you yeah. can't be uh, ashamed or, or hide that. I mean, it happens every day for whatever reason, yeah. right? It's yeah. not like you're a bad person that you, you feel like that, right? Mm-hmm. When I was
0: younger, I did feel, I felt like, you know, I felt like an outcast with my emotions. Mm-hmm. But now it's like you realize... It doesn't matter the face that people put on yeah everybody's fucked up in some way bro in their own way and like you may not even know you You have no idea yeah 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 yeah. so yeah you
1: just have you yourself and that's it yeah your own thoughts right
0: you asked me um what was that story called and it was actually a different take on a dream that i had it's actually called a short
1: short story a short, short story. yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> a short, short story. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Tell us a little bit about the publishing process, right. like the financial side and, and and really making that happen, right? Oh, I would all love the rights and this. things like that, right? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: So after the book was written, which mm-hmm. took exactly one year, mm-hmm. I gave myself one year to get it published. Okay. So I had to edit it, design it. I used Adobe InDesign to design it. Mm-hmm. I had to find a publisher, I had to create a site, I had to market it. I had to obviously create the cover, fonts, the inner designs, the layouts, the page numbers, you know what I'm saying? The chapter titles, mm-hmm, everything. Mm-hmm.
2: Is it normally like that for all publishing or is it like usually it's more commercial? With the commercialized ones, they probably have like different, different people doing different Yeah, so things?
0: it depends on the route you take. For me, which I think a lot of people can relate to, I didn't really have the finances to get someone to edit it for me or to design it for me. But I had already designed my first book. So like designing, I could do it. Mm-hmm. Like I had-
2: How much is like an editor and like an illustrator and shit? I don't really know, but it's not
0: cheap. I really did brainstorm whether I should get an editor, Mm -hmm. but I decided against it, not only because of financially, but also because only I know how I want to design this book. Mm -hmm. This isn't like a fictional book. Where it's just one story and I need you to find grammatical errors or, like, character developments. Like, I actually was... The um, way
1: this was written and the way it came out is how you want it to be. Exactly. Yeah. And Did you proofread it?
2: Like, you you obviously proofread
1: it.
0: I read through it, which took me about nine months. Wow. About That's six, seven times.
1: Quite a process.
0: Yeah. Wow. Literally, I'm not exaggerating, mm-hmm. my, my day every day mm-hmm. would be to open up my InDesign. Mm-hmm and read a month mm. and go through every single entry and make sure it makes sense what's InDesign to it's use. called Adobe InDesign yeah. it's kind of like Photoshop or Illustrator it's a it's an Adobe program mm. and it's specifically designed it's the number one platform to use if you want to design books, magazines brochures things like that oh, okay. okay so, okay. It's so like,
2: it kind of numbers everything properly and then has a layout it's and the, the most powerful tool you can design it
0: exactly how you need to mm. Okay. and it's perfect for formatting it so if you want to turn it into PDFs
2: and if you want to turn it into different formats it's perfect for creating Master pages. So, if anybody wanted to create a magazine or like some sort of book, um, they download InDesign, and then uh, and then they would kind of it's, it's probably as a specific folder type, or like you said, it's a PDF or whatever. And then just say they wanted to publish it, they would go to like a publisher or a printer, and they just they can just send the InDesign file
0: to them. Okay, I'll break that down. Can
2: you talk more about like the process, like yeah. as well, like how to? Yeah, like, yeah how absolutely. To
0: so the thing with InDesign, same thing with any Adobe program, it's really just complicated. So <laughs> it takes some time. It takes to time. Read. It's like anything. Yeah, you yeah you learn About yeah, yeah. all the tools. It's Probably like
2: YouTube tutorials and stuff. Out it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but to be honest, even creating page numbers, you you won't believe how difficult it is. Wow. Like that, eh? Just wow. page numbers. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then, like, obviously, there's certain things, like, you'll notice in this book. In the introduction, it has, like, the Roman numerals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when you want it to start... You'll realize on the the page title, there's no, no page number. Right? Yeah, yeah right? And then it goes into the numbers. And then even here, there's no page number, but here it starts at one. Mm. Okay. But this isn't page one. There's so many pages before.
1: Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right.
0: So the page numbers, like you have to create master pages. So Adobe InDesign itself is not the easiest platform to use. Mm. There are easier platforms. Like what wh- what are some? I can't them? remember their names, okay. but they're pretty popular. Like mm. if you search it on Google, like like how to design a book, they'll come up. They're okay. free mm. free versions. Okay. Ah, okay. Okay. And this okay. one was a paid one. This was a paid one. Yeah. Now I, is it? um I believe like an Adobe program for one is at like forty five dollars a month. It's not cheap at all. Oh, okay. USD I think USD, oh okay. Okay. actually you know what in for one program might be twenty-something USD. Okay. Something like that. It's been a while since okay. I've checked. I personally chose to use InDesign yeah. just because of its like extensive functionalities to it. Mm-hmm. Um and because that's what I had experience using before. I didn't want to go through a whole new program and yeah. learn we it. You had the already learned it. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. a little bit yeah. about it. So. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So once I did that, it took nine months to create the book and design it, edit it. Not even the cover. Let's not talk about the cover, but like the, the interior. Hmm. Depending on your publisher or printer, like your printing house, wherever you go to, they determine whether like the exact format that they need. It's usually PDF. But what I mean is like the spreadsheet mm. like the spreadsheets is normally like one page and one page right mm. so some places want individual pages they don't want you to send them a spreadsheet they want an individual page mm. do you know what does that make I sense yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. so
2: spreadsheet kind of works as an index no
0: kind of yeah okay so for me thankfully i didn't have to turn it into individual pages i could send just the spreadsheet. Mm because it makes it more complicated to turn a spreadsheet into an individual page. Mm -hmm. And then as long as your margins were on point, because I had the experience, my margins were on point. Because anybody who's trying to publish a book or magazine or whatever, you have to really keep in mind the margins Mm -hmm. and like the indents on the pages. Like, the margin on the inside is different than the margin on the
1: outside. Yes, yes. Right, because yeah. of the bind. Yeah, and and each side of the page is also different. Too. It's different. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So
0: this side, the left side is the one that's facing the outside. This yes, is the right side. Exactly. Right, so my printer had to do zero edits. Mm. Okay. I literally sent them the copy mm-hmm. Like this was a great feeling yeah. I literally sent them the copy First time mm-hmm. They got back to me the next day And said it's ready to print
1: They probably saw it and were like Shit this guy, is, this <laughs> this guy shit. did it yeah, up yeah, or yeah, is <laughs> We don't like, have to this do any work here Is something here. you learned From the first time or Absolutely, like, okay, okay, okay,
0: okay. Absolutely. Okay. Obviously I had to relearn Because this is like five six years after the fact, mm-hmm. I admire
1: second. the uh, the amount of work you put in and the level of precision you had mm-hmm. yeah
2: these are things that can easily get overlooked right exactly so you had to really do your research and shit yeah. before you get into it right yeah and uh, you, also guys if you, those of you guys that are watching we're actually based out of Toronto Ontario Canada somebody who wants to, you know a book and like you know what was some of the processes that you had to go through to like find uh, like the printing company or the publishers and like would you recommend some publishing local like publishers or printers that that you personally use so um
0: I actually have a lot to say about this because uh I I will give a shout out to this one program called Mila note M-I-L-A-N-O-T-E it's a website that I discovered from a random YouTube ad and it's basically a way to brainstorm an idea but visually Mm -hmm. it's not like Microsoft Word you can just create like I don't know tabs or whatever
2: yeah and put like your note down your notes it's a visual
0: thing Mm -hmm. and literally that's what allowed me to create this
2: book because you guys
0: like can only imagine the amount of steps and layers to this yeah finding a publisher and a printer was a huge task Hmm. Like there's so many printing companies locally based, so many printing companies online, there's Amazon Kindle, there's Ingram Spark. These are just a, a, a few different ones. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know who to go with. Mm. I didn't want to go through the same publisher I initially went through. Well, the quality was not high. Yeah, like, The quality was okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but like the, the price of them was high, but you don't, locally You didn't
1: fi- find that they had the value for their price. Exactly. Okay.
0: But it was still decent You know what Mm -hmm. I mean It wasn't like a horrible thing But I wanted like a little bit more Of a professional feel to it Mm. Okay And I didn't create an ebook to it Because to be honest For me Reading is a very personal experience Mm. And like Writing There's pain involved in writing Like your hand starts to hurt Your body aches Depending on how you're writing or where you're writing, I'd be crammed in my car sometimes, mm. like writing on, what do you call it? The, the center yeah, console. The, the center console. It's yeah. 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 like an awkward position yes. that like would just hurt your body. Mm-hmm. And reading a book kind of feels the same way. You know what I mean? Like mm. if you're just holding a book and just... You might get a neck You might crammed. get, your, your neck might start yeah. hurting, your hands are starting hurting to hold it up. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like in order for the information and knowledge to get transferred from a book to you, there has to be some sort of pain and sacrifice there, there's involved.
1: sacrifice there for sure. I'm not a huge
2: fan of ebooks either, to be honest. I'm like, I, I like all my books, they're all in print. Like, mm-hmm. I like having the physical copy Absolutely. of it. And I've like,
1: tried the Amazon uh, Kindle and things, yeah. Like I didn't really like it, yeah yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah, like it makes sense. Like, if you're like traveling and shit, like, it makes yeah. sense to have like an ebook mm-hmm. so you don't know have to carry like a hundred books, yeah. Mm. But something about having like every, all my books, like, I look at it as like a collection too, Absolutely. right? And, like, it's something that I want to like personally, like just like collect, and then like you know, I want to build like a fucking library and shit when I'm older exactly, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, just, yeah. just have all my books there mm-hmm. right so it's like I feel like you don't get that, that don't. connection with like mm-hmm. an ebook right yeah. mm-hmm.
0: so I knew I didn't want to do that I wanted something physical yeah and I remember I found this beautiful post like someone created a review mm. I, I can't remember who it was or what the site was called but shout out to them because mm. they gave a breakdown of every single publisher mm. that was online and they really helped me narrow down who I wanted to go with. Who, I didn't, who, who did you end up using? I didn't end up going with, this is, this is so ironic, I didn't end up going with any online company. I went with a company that's based in Toronto called Copywell. They're ah. one of Canada's biggest printers.
1: Mm, okay. And come
0: to find out, they're actually an accumulative company that took over the initial company I published with. Ah, no, so wait. they acquired them? They acquired
1: them. Okay, okay,
0: okay. Mm, and okay. that company is no longer around. Mm. But I looked at some of the examples. I went into their like huge warehouse in Vaughan. Mm-hmm. And they gave me sample pages, sample covers, examples of things similar to mine. And like I really fuck with it. It was amazing.
1: Uh, and you said like uh, you, you saw a YouTube video that showed you all of these. It, it, it was like a blog post it was a blog, like post. A blog yeah. post. I yeah. think maybe If you can find that Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll leave it Yeah in if the you description. can send Absolutely. us A blog post We can just put sure, it down I'm in sure the some of the viewers below. Probably yeah, yeah, yeah. might find that useful yeah. Absolutely You yeah. guys yeah. have yeah. no idea How useful it was Yeah, yeah. 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 Like
0: it, it literally Like took a mountain Of work for me yeah. And then, like narrowed it down Exactly yeah, yeah. Okay. Shout out to that person. That's amazing And if you
2: guys are Enjoying the show Make sure you yeah. guys Hit the like button And subscribe as well we got a lot of other cool new guests that are on the show, but as of right now, if you guys like this episode, make sure you guys like it and share it to your friend who's looking to actually, you know, start writing some shit, right? Cause <laughs> yeah. like, yo, we're going to drop, know. it's not that serious, it's, man. It, yeah. it's, it's not, yo. Know, it actually is that serious, but yo, know, after you watch this video, it's not going to be that serious. Cause yo, know, our goal here is to make sure that if you want to be a writer, we're going to give you all the information you mm. need to know about getting into that in Toronto Right here in this episode So make mm. sure you guys like it And share it to that person
1: Yes sir
0: And you guys know Like this city There's not always The greatest resources To do certain things You know what I yeah. mean Yeah And so the fact that I was able to find Copywell And mm. they did a phenomenal job In my opinion mm-hmm. Obviously mm-hmm. there's things They could have done better Yeah But yeah. that's just because I'm a perfectionist you Exactly know? Exactly yeah. and, I think and, and, I and I, yeah. I put in out a couple of little yeah, things Yeah, yeah. Here, yeah.
1: But we're, we're both perfectionists In Absolutely. a sense But they yeah. did a really good job Yeah, yeah. Right yeah. Like Nobody's yeah. perfect Yeah Right <laughs>
0: <laughs> for 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 what I got to be honest and yeah. and the pricing exactly. wasn't that far off from what I was getting from these online companies as well. What is the price? How how much does it cost to print a book? So, um it all depends on the size the length, yeah, the type of paper you use. There's yeah. a lot of factors that go into the price. Yeah, also the number of copies you want to print.
2: So on average, like an average book, like how much you think it will cost to actually like print it? And I all think
0: that. it costs between again the factors. Like there's so many factors. It's hard so to say But order, I would right? say like the cheapest you can kind of get it would be about five six dollars
2: a book. Five six okay. the cheapest. And yeah. yeah. remember, guys, when you guys are paying for these books, like okay, now that you know that it's five six dollars or whatever, or five six seven dollars, maybe even ten dollars to print. Yeah. And if you bought the book for like $25 or like $30 or $40, you're not... You can't look at it in a, way, in a way like, "Hey, you know, this guy paid only five, six dollars." You have to take it by all the time and exactly. energy Absolutely. and the, and the, and the, and and what he poured into the book. That's what you're paying for to print it. It's, it's going to be cheaper, but like, yo, there's no amount of money that you can put on what's in those pages. Mm-hmm. Right? One person
1: yeah. can read it and be like, "This is worth so much to me." Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. exactly. Or priceless, exactly. or whatever it exactly. is. Right? Yeah. That just say- cost a business. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I will say this. I'll, I'll tell you, like, like the listeners and viewers, some examples. So the type of paper that's used. This mm-hmm. one's called Groundwood, mm-hmm. and it's I like a it, up? A it's, it, up it feels really nice. Yeah, so I feel feel that page. It kind it of—it's oh, actually a thicker. It's a, it's a thick It's a yeah. thicker book. The actual cost of this, I can't remember th- the cost of the paper, but it was cheaper than using like white paper. Wow. Which I preferred because I didn't want you to read a white book. How many times you guys you guys ever read a I book? Prefer, I white? prefer this better. Yeah. Yeah. it has more, it more life of that, to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. it has a more of that story
2: yeah. feel to it. Yeah, and, and you know
0: one of my favorite things about the print was like the ink. On the paper. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, like like the actual letters. From afar, it looks perfect. But if you take it real close to your face... Mm-hmm. imperfections. You'll, no- you'll notice very tiny imperfections because it's ink on paper. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that right there, like, just like it makes me feel way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> it goes yeah, to yeah, show
1: yeah. you that like nothing in life is perfect Definitely. You, know yeah, what I yeah. mean? you realize that it's not <laughs> exactly <perfect. laughs> bro exactly it's all about realization exactly <laughs> Come <on>. exactly, exactly.
2: <laughs> just say it's like some kid or some person who wants to start writing what are some top things that you want to list out here mm-hmm. that can set somebody up up so they can get their writing out published and on print
0: i think there's there's so many things i think the first part of that is like do the actual writing Mm. (laughs) you know what i mean yeah Yeah. i know that's difficult it's not a routine or a habit it's Mm -hmm. really interesting Mm -hmm. it's like a mindset this is my so-called routine it's not i get up in the mornings and i write a page or before i go to bed i write a page for me it's like when the feeling comes to me yes I have to get it out mm. And it doesn't matter Where I'm at mm. But that's the thing There's a really famous Female American poet I can't remember her name Where she said like Once the gods of poetry Give you that feeling You can't ignore it exactly. It's your infinite intelligence Exactly Yeah. it is. Yeah. Yes. And so It doesn't matter Where you are mm-hmm, Like mm-hmm. There have been times And I don't suggest this To people There have been times Where I've been in traffic And I'm literally writing Wow. On a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Bars. Mm-hmm. There have been there have been times where you shouldn't, but like I'm I'm writing on my phone as I'm driving. Jeez. Mm. Cause like it might be somewhere where I can't pull over or I really have to get to somewhere, but that feeling comes to me. Once that feeling comes to you, yeah. like it, like in unexpected places mm-hmm. I've had to get that word that sentence yes. that that page out yeah 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 so I think that's one thing that like anybody who's starting off mm. is like pay attention to that Yeah, yeah don't yeah. ignore it if yes. it comes to you don't just, don't just be like oh that's interesting
1: yeah don't just be like you know what when I get back home I'm gonna write exactly. it exactly yeah, in that it, moment it's, 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 it's like a dream it's like a
2: dream Yeah, it's like a dream you yeah, know yeah, like, yeah. the faster you write it down the quicker you'll fucking it's kind of like that too yeah 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 definitely so that's the first thing
1: obviously do the
0: actual writing right um Um, But I think once you do the writing, it all depends on the vision that you have. That's really important. I wrote like a lot of shit in between these two books and it never was a part of a vision. Mm. It was just random pieces of writing. And the vision just came to me randomly. You know, it's not like I sat down and I'm like, I got to think of a next book idea. You know what (laughs) I mean? Like I can't leave this room till an idea comes to me. It just, it just comes to you, right? But that's what happens when you submerge yourself into an idea. Mm
2: -hmm. And you also had to surrender. Absolutely, you had to surrender to that idea, yeah. so that you become the vessel, so that it flows through the you. infinite yeah. intelligence. Kind flows of flows through, through you, definitely. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then you just had to, yeah, you just had to be ready to write. You to, just write, had to you put know? it on to when it nature. comes to you. Yeah, you just had to be yeah. ready to pour it out there. Yeah. yeah I
1: think it's like you don't want to stress and put a timeline on it, right? Um, I think it's better if it's, I, yeah. I mean, I'm not a writer, but like, yeah, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's better if it's like, you, you, you let it come as it goes, you don't have a timeline on it, and, and, and when it when it comes to you, you write, you write, you write, Definitely. when you know it's ready to, when it's finished, you know it's finished. Absolutely. I would even say right?
2: that's also like, yo, that's also in, in the sense that like, I don't think that actually applies to all types of writing. That's true too. Like if you're like writing like a fucking like business or finance book, I don't think it's gonna be like that. But I think like for his stuff, stuff like like, yeah, like like creative writing or like just poetry and stuff like that. Like yo, it has. I feel like it has to be in the moment. You know, Mm. it has to. Yeah. Yeah. Mm.
0: There's also a big part that's self doubt, Mm. and I know a lot of young and new writers they're filled with self doubt, and I know self doubt is something that everybody feels no matter what they're doing. It's not. It's not a yes and a creative thing it's yeah. everybody exactly but like relating back to this there's a level of self-doubt that you really have to like overcome that will mm-hmm. almost
1: always come and absolutely and you got to overcome it yeah. right if you if you want it to be seen if you want it to be heard you got to overcome that and put it out right Definitely. it's like you know for example some people might relate to this more like you know you take a picture and you're like i want to post this picture i want to share this with my family my friends mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know. I'm scared. I don't look that great, and yeah, it's yeah. that self doubt, right? In the yeah. same way, when you write that book, when you write that piece of work, that self doubt might come. But you know, if you really want to get out there, you you gotta you gotta post it. You, you gotta, gotta post it.
0: Yeah. And, and you know what the crazy part is, it's the imperfections that mm. we don't like initially yep. that people actually fall in love exactly. with. Exactly. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know,
1: yeah. tell us about some of the feedback you've gotten from this this mm-hmm. book um yeah. have you gotten any at all uh, yeah yeah Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, i kn- how, you sold quite a few books already no yeah like, yeah
0: i've sold about 40 something wow. yeah yeah and that's a yeah. local yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. that's 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 pretty huge bro. It's For not, like it's a local I've, writer like mostly local yeah, like yeah. there's mm. there's a lot of like you know people Couple from, people from, the, from states. the states and yeah, stuff yeah and
2: we'll talk about that like in your marketing strategies like right after but yeah i think we should like yeah if you want to just go over yeah yeah
0: i've gotten some pretty good feedback and and all of it has been pretty positive one person gave me kind of like a complete breakdown wow it was like a like chapter by chapter okay they even selected like my favorite words that i like to use wow. it was very in-depth They're really wow. this is
1: probably someone that reads a lot Absolutely. of books and like it was probably really helpful advice oh yeah. big yeah. yeah
0: and their feedback was just amazing to be honest mm. and, and you know like uh when i was talking to that person i actually don't care at all mm. like like i don't care if nobody reads it mm. i don't care if Everybody that read it comes back to me and says, you know what? This was trash. Like you're a horrible writer. I will thank them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because to be honest, whether people read it, whether people like it, none of that matters. Mm -hmm. I will still continue to do this Mm -hmm. because you're a writer. That's, that's just what I do. You know what I mean? I know deep down before I didn't, but I know deep down what I have is a gift. And like, I've been blessed with this gift. And I need to keep doing it. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. and if anything, you're not putting your gift out there. It's uh, you're doing a disservice to the rest of the world. Absolutely, it's the, yeah. the
0: biggest disservice you could do in the world does not be who you yeah, really exactly. are. Exactly.
2: And I feel like there's a lot of people that you know they they have that gift or there's something that they're passionate about, but they choose to keep it to themselves because they're like, hey, you know what? Like, I don't want anybody to know about it, right? But like, if you come with that mindset, like, yo, if if nobody knows that you're a writer, no one's gonna fucking buy your book or read your book. Mm-hmm. If no one knows you're uh, in HVAC or electrical, no one's gonna fucking use you as your service. Nobody knows. I'm in real estate, no one's gonna like buy a house for me and shit. You mm-hmm. have to like be comfortable with letting people know. And like, we say, hey, you know what? I don't want to tell anybody stuff because you want to be quote unquote humble, but I think mm. it's actually more egotistical that you think you're that important that people are gonna fucking think mm. that, oh, yo, you know what? Oh, yo, like, what is it? People aren't like, even gonna care what yeah, you have Like, that. bro, that you should yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yo, you thinking like that, that's the big ego because that's think a disservice. You're, exactly. Yeah, because, so yo, bro, there's somebody who can benefit from your work. Yeah. And like, yo, you don't even know how many people you inspire by you just putting yourself out there because there's so many other people that resonate with each one like if somebody would resonate with me somebody resonate with you somebody resonate with you and they literally watch this shit and they're inspired by you and Mm -hmm. for you to not do that you're also like creating a chain effect with like all the other people who think on the same wavelength right Mm -hmm. so by you doing your thing you're actually like allowing more other people like other people to do their thing as well
0: Yep. To be to be honest with you guys, like I say this humbly, mm-hmm. I'm going to be world, world renowned for my rating. I'm going to go in history as like someone that like broke the odds. Mm-hmm. You know it's what like, I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't supposed to be rating, but here I am. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I
1: mean? And, and I love it because it's like, I know you understand that. This is just the beginning, right? Absolutely. This is your second book. Yeah. You're still learning. You're still. You growing. it, yeah. You realize that, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, bro. And like, yeah. like, like, going back to the feedback. Like, someone can come tell you this and that about your work, but don't let that break you down, man. Like, yeah. take that as. Pro- uh, positive criticism and grow because at any point in life there's still so much more room to grow absolutely Right? Yeah, and, yeah. and so much uh, so much room to get better yeah, yeah. right yeah. and i think you know that which yeah, is why yeah, yeah. you don't care what anybody has to say yeah. you know where you are you know where you're gonna go yeah when right?
0: i was at work the other day um like one of my customers this couple they were like asking me oh like are you in school like what do you do people think i'm like 23 or something <laughs> um they're like oh yeah like what do you do are you in school and i like told them like i have like, no, like, I do this job because I'm trying to fund my writing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're like, wow, that's so cool. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, it's like yeah, Glitch in the Matrix, yeah, right? Yeah.
2: yeah. What? You're not an engineer, right? You're not. <laughs> <laughs> what? You're not, you're not
1: trying to yeah. crown the corporate ladder? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, so, what do you actually do, right? Like, <laughs> what do you actually do? You really do? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're lying.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I literally told them, and I was like, this is what I'm doing for life. Yeah, mm. it like the, I'm taking this to to my grave. Like doesn't yeah. like, yeah. matter how long I live. Like yeah. this yeah. is what yeah. I'm yeah. doing. Yeah. And
2: and you and and the cool thing about it, and like we're gonna get more deeper into this, like pro, like closer to the end of the podcast. Yeah. You're not relying on your gift or like your talent to be your primary income source. And I think that's like the biggest thing that like a lot of like creatives or creators like have like because like I could even personally relate to it like back in the day when I used to so those of you guys that don't know like I used to do um car reviews and stuff Mm -hmm. and like I was like serious about that shit you know I'll take time out of my day I'll edit it fucking like find these people and shit whatever whatever you do these things like writing or like any sort of creative stuff you're not going to see results right away even if you start a business Mm -hmm. more than likely you're not going to see results right Mm -hmm. away especially from a monetary standpoint and I feel like at the beginning if you try to make money off your stuff like yo, if you were writing to make money off your book you're gonna be a shit writer, absolutely, right? Because like, it's not gonna be genuine. Like right now, he's just like a vessel. Like you know, he gets the idea and he writes it down and he's putting it out there. He's not expecting to make X amount of sales and X amount. Of, you know, it's not, it's not yes. really like that. It's not it's, mm. not. it's not. It's not necessarily a business.
1: So for someone that is looking to publish a book, is it possible to like self-publish or like do you have to go through a publisher? Like how does all that work? I
0: mean. I self published Okay, okay. So, uh, going through a publisher is actually side fact. Yeah. I'm actually working on submitting my book to actual publishers. Mm. Um, specifically, the first one that comes to mind, I can't remember what they're called. I'll have to look it up on my phone. Yeah. But it's the same one that uh, Rupi cover. same one that she got published through.
1: Well, oh, shit. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. So, like,
0: those, those publishers, what ends up happening is the covers and, like, the designs and the layouts and stuff... Um, is done by the publisher. They get to choose all that. They they choose all okay, that, and okay, I'm pretty okay. sure, obviously, like the writer has. Input you have a little well. bit of input yeah, yeah, on yeah. there, yeah. And yeah. I think it depends on the contract you sign with them how much mm. input
1: you have and stuff. Mm-hmm. But also, they do yeah. mass okay. production. Okay. okay. Right? And when did you decide to say, you know what, let me let me try to see if I can get it now? That uh,
0: was that was my initial goal. But to okay. be honest, I one of the reasons why I wanted a lot of people to purchase through the site and mm-hmm. not give me, let's say, cash, mm-hmm. is because I want a, a track record of the sales. You want because yeah. the publishers will we'll look into that they, they want to see that they yeah. want to see
1: how many people are are ordering and Absolutely. how many yeah, yeah and i can't yeah. just be like oh yeah
0: they paid me cash it's like it's on paper like yeah, they're gonna exactly. they want to see yeah, yeah. they want to see the numbers exactly yeah yeah it's um, like
1: going to dragon's den and you gotta show your numbers you gotta show right? your numbers yeah. and
0: like they look at follower accounts and engagements and activities mm. if i if i tell you guys the the route not the routine but the necessary steps to go through a publisher it's mm-hmm.
2: insane wow what are it's, they what are the
0: steps? Bro, they literally want you to sell them the book, which obviously makes sense. Mm. But it's like they want you to have all the answers. Who's your market? Who's your reader? Why? Why should we, out of everybody else, publish your book? I mean it makes sense. Which makes sense, absolutely. Like, yeah. Yeah. They're, the business, trying, they're, they're resting your yeah, yeah, the yeah. book. Yeah. They're not
1: they don't they're not trying to lose money. Mm. Yeah. Right? The
0: business. Yeah. The it's the name day, of right? the game. Right? Yeah, what else, yeah. What else? What else? What else were some of the things they'd like for? Those were some of the things they want, like all your social media information your engagements they want numbers like detailed numbers um and this is before they've even this is like the proposal you're just sending them the file and so you really got to sell yourself on it Mm -hmm. and it's not that anything they're asking is absurd all of it makes sense yes it's just the amount of work that goes into it Mm -hmm. to literally 95 percent of the time be
1: rejected Mm -hmm. okay you know what i mean but would you say going through that process uh to be able to be published by them is worth it
0: i think that you should like For writers out there, you got to be really honest with yourself in terms of where you're at with it. Mm. To be honest, I don't think I'm 100% there.
2: What are some pros and cons of using a publisher versus being self-published?
0: The only con is your rejection. Mm. It's just a lot
1: of rejection. So what's the pro? Everything.
2: (laughs) Okay, what's everything?
1: (laughs) Everything is... It's like they have their own marketing avenues and they have their own audiences that already look at all the... Books that they release and they might buy just because they release them. Absolutely, right? they they um. I they mean, have they have contracts or yeah, yeah, yeah like What, what, what do they publishers bring to the table? Like, what
2: kind of marketing? Like, what is their marketing?
0: Well, their marketing. They have connections with the biggest book companies in the world. In Canada, being Indigo,
2: mm. right? Mm-hmm. So you can, they can essentially get your book in the Indigo.
0: Yeah, but you see, I could actually get my book in Indigo right now. That's mm-hmm. actually one of my steps. Okay. Under co-signment. Mm-hmm. Yes. But the problem is, is, is shelf space. Mm. Mm-hmm. They're gonna tuck you away in a little corner. Yeah, yeah right yeah. whereas look at the sections that Rupi Karo's books take up it's a whole fucking section bro yeah, yeah, you can't even yeah. miss it even if you wanted to yes Yes. it's like so obvious it's like screaming at you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right there so how do you earn that space I think it depends on like your popularity and the demand that people have for your work
1: I think there's a lot of strategy that probably comes into it right it's like maybe it might be smarter to self-publish yeah, yeah. build your market and your, your uh, audience on and your fans right? yeah before you go to them because then you, when you go to them with a lot to show you have more power right and
0: and sorry to, add, it, to yeah. add to that yeah. you're literally hitting the nail on the coffin yeah. because yeah. like that's literally it right there yeah. that's yeah. my strategy okay. which is to create A market Mm -hmm. by myself Mm -hmm. Through social media And my own avenues Mm -hmm. So when I go to these guys And I present them something Mm -hmm. I have a track record To show them
2: Mm. Okay So that kind of leads Right into my question What are some of the Marketing strategies That you're currently using Right now to get your book Out there Because you have 40 books Okay so the average person Listening to right now You're like Oh he only sold 40 books Yo, you guys are skewed by the numbers. Mm-hmm. Forty imagine forty man's in, in your room. You're probably watching this you're probably watching this fucking podcast in, in your room or something. Imagine forty people standing in your room. Imagine forty people wanting to spend their money that they worked hard for That's to purchase you. your book. Yeah. Forty men's and you're like self published, you're not like on like fucking indigo, you're not on mm-hmm. like TV, you're not on the computer. What are your marketing strategies? How'd you get forty people to buy your stuff like that?
0: Well, I think um one thing that I didn't want to do is I didn't want to be that person that's on social media saying, Hey guys, buy my book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. I've
2: actually never seen you say buy my book. Initially I, I
0: would try to post it in a different way, but I really refrained from it. My strategy was really like I don't want to tell you to buy it, I want you to feel like you need to buy it. You know what I mean? And The way I try to do that is by, like, trying to portray a feeling to you guys.
1: You'll post certain entries on your IG story. Absolutely. Things like that. And,
0: like, certain music choices that I would put that would line up with, like, my... The aesthetic. The aesthetic, right? Of the book, yeah. Of the book and and me as a writer. I try to use, like, subliminal stuff. It's not really subliminal, but it's, like, subconscious stuff. So people will have a desire. I'm not doing it just for a number. I don't want you to buy it just so my
2: numbers can go up. Mm. I want you to actually buy it and read it. Because you Mm. connect with it. Exactly. Yeah, cause, because yeah, you start doing those shorter posts now too. Yeah, and I think that kind of draws in people. Like that, that's kind of like a similar strategy that we use for the podcast. Like mm-hmm. we would, like I mentioned, like we would use like these like shorter clips of like the gems that our guests would say, and we'll post mm-hmm. it out there, right? And that's supposed to draw in people to watch the full episode, mm-hmm. right? So I think you're kind of doing that with like teasing them with like new. Similar style of writing and pictures and mm-hmm. stuff that that um, that you kind of post on your Instagram and you, I, I think you do on your Twitter too. Do you? yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: on my Twitter it's a little bit different because like the audience and the engagements is a little bit different in the way it works on Twitter. Yeah. But with Twitter it's it's more about me as a as a brand. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you buy my book, you're also buying into me as a writer mm-hmm. and as an as a mm-hmm. creative person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And my thoughts and my day to day, my opinions and things like that. And. I want people to buy into me Mm -hmm. as a person as well. Yeah. And there's just so many plans that I have for this to grow. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously you got to pat yourself on the back. For sure. For like every step of the way. Yeah. Like I self-published the book, right? You got to pat yourself, but there's so much more. And I already know what the next book is going to be. And like the style is going to be. And it's just a matter of time. And Mm -hmm. on my site, I had steps to it. The first step was I wanted to create a site where people can buy my book. I've always dreamed of having what something is that like? like that. What is that like? Castwithlove.com. K-A-S mm. with love. Once I did that, I wanted a place that people can go and read my writing. Mm. I didn't want it just to be like a highlights on my Instagram. Or they had to go through my media on Twitter and like go through the bullshit to find like a an entry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I still almost write every day to this day. Mm. And it's, it's uh, part of your life. It's part of my life. You know why? Because mm. you're a writer. Mm. Absolutely, but yo, you know, like in terms of identity, like we were talking about identity yes. earlier. Yep. Writing is one thing that I do, but like I can't give in to the societal standard that like you can only be one thing. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like yes, I'm a writer. That's my passion. That's what I feel in my soul. Mm-hmm. But I, that's not the only thing I can do in life.
1: Mm-hmm. You're multifaceted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like and, multidimensional. And mm.
2: and that just kind of goes back to like what I was kind of mentioning before. You know, we took a little break there. You don't want to try to make money off your art. Or Absolutely. You don't want to try to make money off your, your creative thing, right? So knowing that a lot of the guys that are like I know right now that are either making music or writing or doing visual arts, whatever, whatever the fuck they're doing. yeah. Even if you're doing boxing, like, yo, all these guys, they still have a day job. Yeah. Right? So I think like the smartest thing to do is like, okay, you know what? You know you still need that day job, especially at the beginning. We're all startups here at the mm-hmm, end of the day, right? Mm-hmm. When you have that day job, it, it, it makes the most sense to learn a high income skill definitely so that the same time that you're putting in to do the work anyways if you're gonna go work a 9 to 5 or if you're gonna go fucking drive Uber or do whatever the fuck you wanna do you wanna make sure that you have a high income skill so that mm-hmm. time that you're dedicating towards making your money you have more money you can live a good life right now mm-hmm. and you can also have more capital to reinvest into your craft mm. what is that thing that you're doing so like obviously like we'll, we'll you're not know making money off your book
0: no but like the thing is is um Authenticity is so important mm-hmm. You know One thing that like When I was like uh, The middle time Of when I was writing Like one thing I hated the most And I don't like Using the word hate One thing I disliked Was seeing people That would put out poetry Just for the sake of it mm. Or people that would write Just for the sake of it
1: Okay What did you dislike about What that? I
0: disliked Was that like It wasn't genuine You know what I mean? It was like People were just trying To sell an aesthetic
1: Aesthetic yeah You know mm-hmm.
0: And like obviously Aesthetics are important right But like that can't be The sole reason you're doing yeah. it
1: you never know though right because to them that that might be what they really want to do Maybe
2: for them the aesthetic is more important than the poetry.
0: True. And that's I know true. and I know my opinions can be biased
1: sometimes too. Yeah. People
0: can disagree as well. well exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's just the way I felt about it because like for me it came like so deep down, like it mm. bubbled up. Yeah. It wasn't a choice. I just felt differently about it and I felt different from other writers as well. Mm. But now I notice like we're all the same actually.
1: Yeah. I, I think maybe you felt like you you were more passionate about it, maybe more, Yeah, like, maybe more yeah. energy was coming yeah. into that. And you know, everybody has different levels of passion, different levels of energy. They put into their writing Right I think for you It's a big part of your life You're very passionate about it So when you see other people That are maybe Putting stuff out But you know They're not even Really that serious about it Or not passionate about it Mm -hmm. You're probably like like, what is that, right? Yeah, but I, I felt the type of way, I guess. I took, it yeah, personal exactly. you, you took <laughs> a personal. Yeah, exactly. You took a personal, right? But go, there's, nothing go, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, it's nothing wrong with that. At the end of the day, they're still expressing themselves. Absolutely, too, absolutely. You know? Yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I know I uh, haven't touched a little bit about marketing, mm-hmm. right? So tell us a little bit about like distribution. There's two ends to it, right? There's obviously when you're self publishing, the way you're going to distribute things, and when you work with a publisher and get mm-hmm. signed and, and how they end up distributing it. Uh, out for you right how does how does those two side of things work
0: well i can speak more on the self-publishing side because i've never been published so i can only speculate based on my research and the information i have on it but on the self-publishing side the distribution there's a few ways you could go about it you could do it very local Mm -hmm. and i try to do both and i'll tell you the both so one of them is local Um, so my book is actually like in two stores downtown yes they're not strictly book related it's like an artistic place so the first place is called sonic boom it's apparently canada's largest record store Mm. so they sell records one day randomly i was looking for like a record player like a vintage record player yeah and i noticed it's like a huge store too like huge okay and i went inside and just browsed and when you go in the front doors like there's like a book section and when i was leaving the store i saw it and i was like yo you know what let me just go talk to like the manager and be like, I'm a local writer, so on and so on. Is and there see any way they I say. can yeah. get my book here? So they put it on display. Ah. Did, Did it cost, cost you anything? Absolutely not. They just mm. take a small percentage, a small cut. Co- okay. Consignment. And, and what,
2: what would be the percentage? Uh,
0: for uh, Sonic Boom, I believe it's 25%, mm. I mm. believe. Yeah. And the next store was
1: called Alternative Thinking. Mm. Um, it, it, hold on, uh, going back to yeah, that. Yeah, is yeah. it 25% of the profits or 25% of the price of the book? The price of the book. Yeah. Okay. and I'm guessing that could potentially that could chip,
2: chip into your profits, profits, but at the end of the day, you're not trying to profit off the book. No, 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 you no. want to yeah, get no, more exposure, yeah, exactly. get your stuff out there. Yeah, I it's,
1: don't, want, I don't want to go into if that chipped into yours, but I'm just letting the viewers know that could potentially chip, into, could your chip own into your profits. profits Absolutely, it, it, yeah. there's, there's
2: a there's a benefit to it, right?
0: Well, the benefit is literally the exposure, because mm-hmm. to be honest, I wouldn't be losing money if people bought it through there, but my profits would definitely go down. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really more just about the exposure. Okay, because to be honest, since I technically have a sole proprietorship business now, I. As of today I'm at a loss with all my costs mm-hmm. so really I'm not here to gain money off of this it's really just to gain exposure yeah because once the next body work comes out the next thing comes out I want it to be recognized like oh shit I, I think I've seen this guy before you mm-hmm, know what I mean mm-hmm. it's really that brand yeah. I'm really trying to grow that brand
1: exactly and I think I think it's it's good that you mentioned that because a lot of people probably feel like they can start ventures and businesses and you know start writing books or whatever the case is and mm-hmm. you know they might think the money will come sooner than it really does, right? It and, and it takes yeah. time. No matter what time. you're yeah, doing, yeah, guys, yeah. it's going to take you, time.
2: You got to focus on your brand and Absolutely. you got to focus on it as a business. Mm-hmm. You, you, you know, even if it's like artwork or any sort of creative endeavor, yeah. it's still a business at the end of the day, right? Exactly. If you're trying to make money off of this stuff, like, it, you got to think of it as a business and that's a product, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you got to think about, like, you know, you want to get that reach, you got to make that brand more of a household brand right exactly. so that you know like so that that can that can generate you more opportunities but just like how well casper did you know these opportunities aren't going to fucking present itself to you no yes. not at all right and like this, this goes back to this book i, I read this book called uh, rejection proof uh, back in the day yeah. and it's pretty much about the story about this guy who i think it was like an insecure dude or whatever and then like to break out of that insecurity he would create like a challenge for himself where like he would actually go to people and ask them ridiculous requests Mm -hmm. Right. Just so that he can get rejected. Mm -hmm. Right. So that just so that he gets, um, you know, just so that he gets desensitized to the fact of uh, to to the idea of rejection. Mm -hmm. He would go up to random people and ask them like the most fried shit. And the one thing that he realized is that when he started asking people for fried shit, instead of getting rejected, his life started to get actually super exciting. Yo, that's so interesting. I want to add to that. Uh, you're that's done. really interesting. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah just, just give me I, a sec. I do yeah, yeah, know you yeah. told me right? about. Yeah, I told you it. about yeah. this. So his life started to get, like, super exciting. Like, he yeah. started, like, fucking skydiving and, like, doing all this fucking ridiculous shit mm-hmm. because people are just like, yeah. Right? So, like, yo, it's it's like... It goes people, to show you. It goes to show you. Like, it doesn't matter what it is, right? Like Obviously, like, yo, you can insert your business or creative endeavor here, but, like, yo, in, the, in this case of Castro, you know he has his book. The fact that he went to this... Store. You didn't go to the store thinking like, "Hey, I want to get my book." No, not store. at all. Yeah, not at all. I didn't
0: even know they had a book section. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Exactly. You just went there for something else. Yeah. But when you go there and you see certain things, you you got to like, even if it's not there. You gotta just go and fucking ask. If you Mm -hmm. just go and ask like, Hey, can I leave my book here? Yeah. By any chance? And if they're like, Yeah, bro, guess what? You have one other avenue of getting your book or whatever the fuck out there, right? Yeah. Yeah. So And and yeah, you gotta create these opportunities to get your shit out there. Right. You gotta like you gotta live and breathe it pretty much. Mm -hmm. And you know what's crazy
0: is that like the rejection is literally majority just ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. You're it's rejecting
1: not, yourself in your own head. In your own head. Yeah. And you and know, like, why would they ever put my book on the shelf? Or like,
0: you know, the nobody know. Yeah. Like I I looked at the books on the shelf at Sonic Boom, because that was the first store I did it. And like I looked at some of the books. It was big books. Yeah. Like big books about big people. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, like, wow, where would I fit in this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah. books about Basquiat. Like, mm-hmm. where would I fit in that? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But like it was all in my head. And the mm-hmm. thing that like sparked it was I thought about me. From seven years ago When I had my first book And I remember like People telling me Hey why don't you go Put it in stores And I'd be like Oh nobody's gonna Put it in the Mm -hmm. store Nobody's gonna put it On their their display And I thought about That for a second And I was like Fuck that shit
2: And yo Even if you go to a fucking store And they're like And you're like Hey can I put my book there And they're like nah Guess what They said nah Yo but here's the reality They're not gonna (laughs) say no I know I know But if they do Worst case scenario They just said fucking nothing Fam your book
1: wasn't there In the first place Mm -hmm. Facts You Mm -hmm. know So just fucking try Exactly I think It goes back to a saying That I I, I like to follow by a lot It's like Your business isn't open If your mouth isn't open yeah. Right. Right? yeah That's big yeah. That's yeah. Big. Yeah. Yeah. huge That's something huge, that Helped me a lot Yeah I'm gonna remember that For yeah. sure Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cause you
2: know, and, and that just goes back To the whole like yeah. Being humble And like mm-hmm. oh, I don't wanna seem cocky And shit Like yo bro You have to tell people What you're doing mm-hmm. You have to tell people Exactly Cause like yo Like your next biggest check Or your next biggest Breakthrough it could literally be the guy That's right in front of you That you just think is fucking yeah. Like it could be anybody It can mm-hmm. be the guy Who's standing in line In the grocery store Right behind mm-hmm. you and stuff mm-hmm. He could be like The biggest fucking publisher And knows like all these mans Exactly And you're just because you asked him He's like yo you know what I'm gonna give you a fucking shot. Yeah, you. I've had customers at the restaurants I work
0: at buy my book. Mm.
2: There you how do you think? How do you think there they you found go. out? Exactly. You, you open your mouth. I you open said up. something. They. What, yeah. If you're just like, oh, yo, I'm just a waiter and shit. Yeah. You
1: know, yeah. And they're just like, oh, okay, cool. If you're you know. shy or you're ashamed about yeah, it, yeah. they would have never bought yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't and, write. And and, and that <laughs> could lead to something else. And then that could lead to something else. Yeah, it's exactly. all chain reactions, right? So every every word you say, everything counts, right? Exactly. Yeah. Tell me some of the lessons you've learned after now. Publishing two books What would you tell That younger Casra?
0: I would tell The younger me Who fucking cares What the idea is Who cares If anyone's gonna buy it If it's good If it's bad Who gives a fuck About all of that Just do it
2: Just do it Just do
0: it It Doesn't matter What age you
2: are Where you're at in it If Mm. you
0: feel like doing it Just do it Mm. Mm.
2: And I I also feel like it, it, it. You know By publishing Your work It creates legacy You know And it might not happen While you're alive It might happen like way after like a lot which of the biggest yeah which is fine yeah. a lot of the biggest names that we know out here were fucking nobody when they were alive the second they passed and as time went by you know somehow yo somehow every action has a equal and opposite reaction Absolutely. you know somehow something happened and you know now your shit's out there that's legacy you know that's beyond you and you, you know, know
0: some people like in history i feel like some people are selected I don't know what the selection process is Like Mm -hmm. in the universe But some people are selected To do this one thing Whatever it is Mm -hmm. And like You just have to do it Mm -hmm. And like You have to drop Your work Your name Into this cauldron of, of people from history mm-hmm. and be a part of it. Recognize that you
1: are a part of that. It's almost like you know you've been chosen. Yeah. Right? And and you gotta you gotta do your part. You know you have to do your part. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and in whatever niche or, 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 or um venture that is, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And
2: you have to remember that certain things are beyond you. It's not even you. It's beyond you. it's always beyond you. It's beyond you. You know, and that uh, that's I think that's that's where true humility comes from. Because mm-hmm. like your wins and losses You can identify with that, okay, whatever, like you can use it to create momentum and shit, but yo, those wins and losses that happen in life through whatever endeavor you're doing, if you can just like redirect it and be like, hey, you know what, this win or loss, Wasn't me. This was either God or the creator or the universe or whatever the fuck you want to identify with. If you can think beyond yourself, then you don't give a fuck about what anybody else thinks. Because it's not you. Mm -hmm. You know, you're just a vessel. You're just a fucking... You're a tool. It's bigger than you. Definitely.
0: If everything... If everybody disappeared on this planet and, like, I was the last one left, I would still write. Mm -hmm. Jeez. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, Yeah. mm
3: -hmm.
0: So... bigger than you it is it is i like that
1: i know you we touched upon a little bit so Mm -hmm. tell us like how you chose between like ebook hard hardcover and Mm -hmm. softcover
0: i didn't want to do ebook because i wanted a physical feel and choosing between softcover and hardcover was pretty easy because for me a book and like if you notice on this one like the Mm. edges are kind of like coming off yes Mm. like it's bent in certain Mm -hmm. places it's a book book you know what i mean and like i feel like every time i buy a book I have to like break it in yeah you know what I mean like I have to bend it and kind of like give it as character and personality yes. that's what we
2: you mentioned that because like even when I buy books okay obviously like it's cheaper too but even when I buy books I prefer to get the uh, soft copy over yeah. the fucking hard copy like ah, a paperback okay. yeah, yeah yeah okay, because okay, okay. Yeah. it's, just, it's just like you know when you're reading it it's more yeah. natural you mm-hmm. can bend it and shit yeah, yeah, like you know yeah. it's just like
0: and it's got a form and it's like shoes you know what i
1: mean like yeah it shoes. forms to your life exactly and your experiences with that's it. right yeah, and yeah, like yeah. you know
0: this book i carry it with me in my little bag you guys see my little yeah, bag yeah.
1: I, I carry it with me
0: everywhere i go mm. Jeez. you know what i mean i don't read it every day like i i stopped reading it because it's like i'm reading other books but i carry it with me everywhere i go why so, because um it's like a part of me now you know what i mean mm. and like at any moment It can be taken out And I can gain inspiration from it Mm -hmm. I carry three things I don't know if I've ever told you guys I carry three books in general In my bag Okay And that's what takes up most of the space Like I have no room in my bag And it's just three books Yeah 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 You know what I mean I I can barely put like a fucking lotion in (laughs) Yeah (laughs) You know it's just three books And these three books One of them is my Like daily agenda You chose a book
2: over the Moisturized skin (laughs) (laughs) I still carry that Don't don't get me wrong (laughs) It's it's (laughs) small enough
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I carry my agenda I carry my journal Because the inspiration Could come at any moment And this book Okay Mm. Okay. So those are three things That could happen at any time And Mm. I need it Okay Okay. You know what I mean And like This just gets carried around It gets like bent, and Corners get like It goes through life It goes through life Mm. You know what I mean Just like we do Mm. Exactly Mm. And That that's important for me, and like if it was a hardcover book, it'd be this rigid thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. And Mm. even the size—I never actually got to touch on this. The size of the book was specifically chosen. I
1: really like the size of it, bro. The size—it fits fits in your your hand so well. But But it's almost the size of
2: *Thinking Real Rich*. Kind of, yeah. Like the smaller copy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a
1: little bit bigger than that. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Like the width-wise too. Yeah. But the size. So before I say that, the the three chapters were the three journals that I finished. In order to publish this, mm-hmm. and the third journal was almost identical to this in size, and it was my favorite journal I've ever wow. written.
1: Ah, oh, okay, okay. And okay. it was
0: like so beautifully bound. I could show you guys that journal too, because I let's have it, it. Let's see. It. Let's it see. Pull it out, out it right it. now. Pull yeah. Show, show up, the man. camera. The book size uh, was really planned out to. Was inspired from was inspired from this journal. That's crazy, um, bro. Like, and 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 I want you to take yeah. like a Bible.
1: Wow, you gave him the exact like dimensions. It's the it's shit. a t- it's a. What do you mean? Like the exact dimensions it's of this, and you gave it to the publisher.
0: No, no, no. I, I designed it on InDesign. Oh, used a white paper on this
1: though, you know. Yeah, yeah,
0: but that that's a journal, right? Yeah, Yeah. But um, can I show you guys The That's binding on journal, this yeah. mm-hmm. you know, The binding
1: on this Is actually beautiful <laughs> Wow So
0: so look at the binding here You'll notice how oh, it has that Show the camera Show the, the camera Okay yeah. okay guys, I hope you guys can see that Like mm. the
1: stitching Isn't like a design Exactly wow. but, but
0: the thing is The stitching is actually Determined here You notice how there's five Yeah One two three Sorry One two three four five Yeah That little star pattern Yeah Can you guys see that Yeah yeah, yeah. There's five sections in this, you'll notice.
1: Okay,
3: okay, okay,
0: okay. That's one section. Oh, wow. Okay. Right? And you'll notice on the back here how it's stitched. Mm. It's all connected. It's very, like, almost hand put together. I don't know if it was designed by a machine or not, Mm -hmm. but it just felt...
1: It's, like, the most beautiful thing I've ever written. Where where did you buy this from? Indigo. Indigo. 25 eh? bucks. Wow. Wow, this is really nice, bro. Yeah. And
0: so, the way that it felt for me to write in this... Is what I want to mimic how it feels to hold this and read it.
1: Ah, okay, 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 okay. okay. Did you try to get the actual stitching to be like this at all, or? I didn't, but... It it probably would have been a little expensive. Yeah, and and
0: it's unrealistic to mass produce something that's like this, unless Mm. you are fucking Indigo. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I don't know how they made this. I don't know how many copies of this they made. Like, I have no idea about that information.
1: Yeah, you can see here, it's actually Indigo's product. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So... It would have been quite unrealistic, I felt, and I'm pretty sure it would have been unrealistic yeah, yeah. Um, to mass-produce this type of handwork on a book that like... But um, I'm
1: sure down the, it's the road... absolutely. You would want to be able yeah, to yeah. do yeah. things like this. Absolutely. Mm.
0: On my site, yeah. obviously there's going to be further books and further pieces of writing, but there's going to be further products as well, like mm-hmm. merch
1: almost. Okay. But, we talked about
0: this in, yeah, per- yeah, yeah. in person before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A-
1: and that's amazing, bro. Like, yeah. I'm glad that... You're not scared to, to make it about The financial gain No not at all a- And you want to build This brand It's
2: not even necessarily Financial gain too Because merch yeah. is also Like a method of Like marketing too Right Yes yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But to be honest um, I don't want to create Anything that I wouldn't Use and read myself mm. Yo to be honest This book Was Written because i want to read it mm-hmm. and that's very important yeah for people that create any product whether it's a painting mm-hmm. or a business they want to start mm-hmm. if you're not going to be a user of that product there's no point making it mm. mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. i'm not gonna i i shouldn't no one should ever write a book that they wouldn't actually sit down in their room, by themselves, and
1: read. Mm. Mm. I think that's a good first question for anyone creating any type of product, mm-hmm. right? Like, would you use this yourself? Yeah. yeah, yeah, Right? yeah.
2: And that also, like, that's also like a like a rule in sales too, right? Rule number one in sales Is to You gotta believe in your product mm-hmm. Right So like If you don't believe in your own product It's gonna be You're gonna have a hard time Selling that yeah. shit yeah. Why would someone else believe it If you don't right? Exactly yeah. Exactly mm-hmm. Right So if you believe in it Like yo this You don't need to like Practice sales skills And like Do different marketing techniques And shit Just the way you have that conviction Like yo listen This is this is the shit mm-hmm. Right If you know this is the shit That confidence just rubs off on people And they're like mm-hmm. Hey you know what Like I want this now Like yeah. what, what does this book have Or what does this Item or product have that 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 I don't have in my life right now. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, it sounds obvious, but I mean, I'm sure there's probably people that have put out products and things like that that they probably would never use. Yeah, yeah. and if they really thought about it, maybe they probably wouldn't have put it out. Yeah, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, bro, tell me about. The ways that you could monetize your book as an author.
0: I mapped it out for myself. One of the ways is obviously selling the book. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's the most obvious way. Mm-hmm. But I think it shouldn't end there. Yes. Products related to your craft and to your brand is what's very important. Mm. Like your merch show, you said. Yeah, yeah. But merch, to be honest, like doesn't fully relate I'll tell you some examples of ideas that I do have yeah. one of them is I'm going to be creating custom bookmarks mm. and not for a specific profit margin more so as a like side product to the actual product Which it's is an like, accessory to the main product there you go mm. That that's what I was trying to say because the custom bookmarks are going to be very elaborate in terms of how it's designed and it's going to feel good to have you know what I mean it's,
2: are you, it's going to be like one of those things like when, when you buy the book it's going to come up in like the, in like yes. the, like the, the checkout like hey yes. These are these these items are commonly purchased with this. one. <laughs> <Definitely>.
0: <laughs> um, but to to expand, another thing is custom journals. I'm gonna create mm. custom journals because realizations I, Call it realizations. I mean, I, I don't even know. Like, I haven't yeah. mapped it out like that far yet. Yeah. But I just know like the item is gonna be c- a custom journal because I know. The perfect journal I want to write in, and I want to be able to make that. Mm. You know what I mean? Because you're
2: going to use it yourself. I'm going to
0: absolutely. I'm going to use it myself, mm-hmm. right? And I'm going to buy that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm. like, I, I know people are going to want to be able to do, use that journal. It just goes on and on, and yeah, in, in it's regardless. endless. It's endless. endless yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. related to the brand and the craft of writing itself, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You guys will like notice at the very end. There's actually a page here, the very, very last page. You yeah. guys will see. There's yeah. an index, but right after the index it explains obviously like the credits and stuff but towards the end it tells the journals that I use and also the pens I use wow right? so I went through a few different pens but the main one was this one pen called what's a good writing pen the pen that I used yeah. that I liked the most was yeah. one called Signal Uniball Micro 307 0.5mm yeah
1: Uniball has some six expensive. Yeah. what
0: is it it wasn't too expensive I got it on Amazon I got it as like a package
1: okay. it wasn't too expensive it's very affordable and when mm. you bought it did you know like how the pen would feel or did you just try it randomly I saw reviews online and okay, stuff Okay.
0: Um, and I chose it through that nice and um, it has pros and cons for me like I, there's things I like about it things I don't like mm-hmm, about it mm-hmm. but I'm still going through like different pens yeah to you're see. still yeah. trying there's Absolutely. millions of pens yeah. me, right. So. but I want to design pens as well
1: mm, yeah. very interesting
0: and like the perfect pen Okay You know what I mean mm-hmm. And so Like like you said It's endless That's and, crazy Yeah
2: That's gangster
1: That's actually amazing And I like how You brought that up Cause mm-hmm. it, it, I'm sure It's gonna open up A whole world mm-hmm. To people It's like Oh I could do that too Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean Cause yeah. yo
2: It's not just like He's not just selling the book He's exactly. selling the idea Of writing too And it's that whole Yes, yes. You know yes. Yeah. That's, that's the vibe Yeah That's yeah. the vibe You know
0: yeah. yeah, because I know that there's people like me out there. Yeah, I've contacted them. I've seen them. They've contacted me. I know that some people that bought the book, they're readers. You know what yeah. I mean? Like not everybody that buys a paint painting or something is like a painter. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah, you just appreciate um, the art. You know? appreciate yeah, the yeah, art, yeah, yeah. but there are people that are actual writers themselves too. They do the writing themselves, mm. and I want to be able to like share that type of experience mm. you know what I mean you got like, to be a
2: part of that writer's life process sense. yeah, yeah. yeah. like for other writers yeah, it's too a yeah. because
0: to be honest like just me pursuing what I'm doing even if people don't like my writing will inspire others to do what they want to mm. do and you know what maybe they're not even fucking writers mm. they just they do the most opposite thing from what I'm doing mm. but just because I'm pursuing what I'm doing authentically and genuinely it will inspire them to do, do mm. what they want Yes, and mm. that's all that matters you know
2: this might even make man's want to start writing.
1: So you talked uh, a little bit about different ways you could monetize and different mm-hmm. products you can get into and right. things like that. Tell us a little bit about if you were to publish it through a publisher and how that works and like you know negotiating contracts like that. Do you know Do you know about that? Or
0: I don't know too much, but I can just speculate and imagine. Yeah, I did read a lot about J.K. Rowling, mm-hmm. her journey with both publishing the harry potter series but also the movies as well what was interesting is that like in both cases she had almost complete creative freedom Which is very interesting mm-hmm. you don't find a lot of artists like that or a lot of like creative people usually when like a
2: third party joins in you gotta kind of bend your mend your rules according exactly. to whatever mm. they say and stuff too right that's right mm-hmm. and when she
0: turned the harry potter franchise into a movie she had complete control on the actors that were chosen i don't think you guys are too much into harry potter right <laughs> No, i'm not i, I actually used yeah, read harry potter books it, right yeah, 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 yeah. so yeah. there are certain characters that like i remember seeing on screen mm-hmm. and like i couldn't believe how similar to the book it was yeah yes it was the, like, book, the book was very in detail extremely yeah but Then like to be able to bring that into like a visual Visual, thing is difficult to Mm. have that image in your mind of a character and how they look like to translate and match it. Yeah, but it matched perfectly. Mm. And to be honest, like I think it also depends on what you bring to the table and what your vision is. Mm -hmm. Like I think I've read a lot in regards to people and writers that are big time. I can't really give names because I don't know, Mm. but that are like actual big writers in the industry and like they don't even map out their own stories. Mm. They're editors and like they're the people that they're working with are the ones that say hey like I think this this story will be a great story to write about and they write it but it depends on the type of writer I think like I don't need the person to tell me the story to put out I feel like if I have that vision then the person I'm going to be working with in the company I end up signing with will give me that creative freedom mm-hmm.
1: I think it goes back to like how much power you have going into the deal right and and how you're able to negotiate you got to go and, with that confidence yeah too. absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. if
0: you bring okay. nothing to the table then they're gonna be like listen like it maybe it's a great story, but like you don't have the vision that they're, is going to take gonna, this. They're,
1: they're gonna they're gonna take the power over you and be yeah. like, listen, you're nobody. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna make you somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and 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 make a deal that. Probably well, make Yes, so you're gonna, have to, yeah, yeah. So you're gonna have to change a few things in, in, yeah. in, in yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Okay. Absolutely.
2: Because mm. yo, if you're if you're lacking that, somebody has to be a leader in exactly. the situation, right? Exactly. So.
0: And you know, like eventually, I know I have to hire editors and hire people that will work with me, mm-hmm. both as like finding actual publishers and yeah. progressing my brand as a writer, mm-hmm. right? I can't do this by myself always forever. You know what I mean? This yeah. took this took way too much energy out of yes. me. Yes. And and for people out there, like it's not an easy process.
1: There's probably a way more efficient way to do Mm -hmm.
2: it. And the beauty about it is that he's not even like waiting for the book to make like X amount of sales so Mm -hmm. he can have the money. Like I said, like he's doing his own thing on the side. So, yeah, once he makes a high income, he can just reinvest that income back into the next book the Absolutely. next book will be a lot more se- like make a lot more sense right mm-hmm. when you have that high income skill and you're making that high income you you have more money that you can deploy and like whatever your goals and dreams and aspirations are you can actually scale it to like a larger point and actually have quality work coming out there without having to be like oh, oh I can't wait to get monetized this. and mm-hmm. you know this and
0: right. as I said I already know what my next book is gonna be it's mm-hmm. gonna be a, a novel a fictional story okay one story okay it's not gonna be poetry I don't know like whether there'll be poetic parts to it mm-hmm. but it's gonna be a fictional
1: story it's crazy because it's very different from what you do now. Definitely. Right? Okay. okay. Definitely. And when did you decide you want to go um, on?
0: Because uh, for the longest time, I've been writing short stories yeah. aside from poetry and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I want to grow it. And I'm focusing it consciously right now to like daily writing short stories. And it's very nerve wracking to write a story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Why, why, why do you think it's nerve wracking? It's nerve wracking because it's such direct and indirect projections of your own thoughts and your insecurities. That, like, you may not even realize. I read back on certain short stories, and, like, it, like, blows me away at, like, how much of me is in this story that's fictional. Crazy. crazy. And, like, I wonder if people will pick that up, but it's not even about whether they will or not. It's more just about how much you're putting into it. Mm-hmm.
1: And do you love what you've put out? Absolutely. Mm. Like,
0: I actually love my short stories. They gave me that's goosebumps. Crazy. Yeah, Jeez. that's amazing. A lot of my work, like, these ones that you'll see here that I've, like kind of checked off yeah you know what's the criteria used like to put a little sticky note on there whether it gives me goosebumps or not Ah. there's a lot of goosebumps yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's crazy that's a lot yeah Yeah. and um cause like I don't know. I don't know. That says a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't choose to have goosebumps. Mm-hmm. It's a feeling that comes to you. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And a lot of my stories, they feel like that. That's mm. amazing. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Mm. And on my site, like, I'm, I'm posting some of those stories on there. So definitely, you guys or anybody listening, like, check out those stories on my site, castwithlove.com. Because, mm-hmm. like, it's. We'll put a
2: link down below yeah, for you yeah. guys listening or watching.
0: Yeah. Because it's something that I really want to continue to grow. And obviously, as a writer and anybody doing any craft, they, there's aspects of you that you got to improve on. Mm-hmm. And r- stories is one thing I'm trying to. Improve on for sure. Poetry for me right now, it's like drinking water, mm. like it's just it, it's like you're it's dripping, it's it yeah, it's so fluent, out. yeah. yeah.
1: And, and it's good to see that you're trying new things Absolutely. and getting better and 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 growing, right? Yeah, so tell us a little bit about where Cast with Love came from, which is your yeah. author name. Yeah,
2: There's right? a lot of love in your names, like yeah. what, what, what is it? What is the significance of love to you? What is what does love mean to you?
0: Love for me is like the purpose of our existence. Mm. I think from very, very early on, before I even recognized myself as a writer, I realized how important love was in my life. What and kind it,
2: of love are you talking about? Like love from your parents, love from like a girl, everything and anything.
0: I think I think mm. love, Just
1: love in general, true core as a feeling and an emotion right yeah yeah and,
0: and you know um i'm gonna give an example here that really solidifies it in one aspect for me what love is i don't know if you guys have seen the movie interstellar yeah. yes it's my absolute favorite movie wow. um but there's one reason why it's because there's no force in the universe that could move faster than the speed of light mm. nothing in the universe it's still
1: not discovered to it's, this day yeah yeah like yeah. whatever
0: dark matter and dark energy is that's all another conversation we just don't know yet mm-hmm. but for now we don't know anything that moves faster than light yes and in quantum physics and quantum mechanics there's like certain particles that will move in a certain way that defies the laws of physics which is why it's such a hard concept for a lot of people to understand and grasp but wherever that female actor is in that movie she says one thing that love transcends space and time Mm. wow how can i be attracted to someone that's galaxies away and i will travel to the ends of the universe for someone i love
2: Mm.
0: Nothing is stronger Than that force
2: mm. Love can like Change your whole life Love can like Throw you off course If you're like A focus Like love can just Take over You know Like love is a very Powerful force it If it is. anything It's one of the Most powerful forces It is Like even like a mother If you really think About the uh, the love That a mother has For their child mm. Like your mother Like honestly if, if their newborn baby Is like in a burning building A mother would fucking Run through the yeah. burning building She won't even care Yeah you know, a mother risks her life when she's giving birth to a baby. Exactly. That's love. Yeah. yeah. She never even met the baby and she yeah. loves the baby exactly. so much. She has no you know? idea and she risks is her baby? life to bring that baby into existence. Existence. Mm. So you
0: guys said where that name came yeah. from. Yeah. I realized at some point that um no pun intended, right? No pun intended. Yeah. Everything I do should be with love. Mm. Yeah. And there were so many things that like I would do just out of obligation and responsibility that I wouldn't do with love. And I had to change it, and as a writer, I realized that like I identify as someone that should do everything with love, and that love it takes more importance over everything, Mm. and anything that I do, like it has to be done with it, and that's where the name kind of came to me, and it really connected with the person that I was trying to be. Mm. You know what they say, not
2: even trying, you the person that you are, that person that I am,
0: facts. Because they say, like, you shouldn't try to be or try to live a life that's, like, the person you are. You should do it in regards to the person you want to be. Mm. You know what I mean? Like Because that's how self. you get there. That's how you get there, right? Okay. I think about this very consciously still, which is surprising to me. Because there's so many things, like, today I had to help around the house in regards to, like, the interlocking around my house. Bro, I've been busy all week doing numerous things from the moment I wake up to the moment I sleep. Mm. And today in the morning, like, I didn't want to, right? But it was the intention to do something with love. And that's what the universe gives back to you. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I remember like I would even write out of like obligation because I used to think that like if I stopped writing, that like I may lose this gift. It may go away. Mm -hmm. Like, yo, I got to keep writing because like, holy shit. It's out of desperation. It wasn't like out of Desperation. Exactly. But now like... There are sometimes, like, weeks where I go without writing. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I date every single entry in this journal. And there are a lot of times where, like, you'll notice two weeks will go by and I haven't written. Mm-hmm. Before, I would spiral into depression and I would be like, fuck, like, I didn't write. I should be writing. I what think, if What if I'm not as good anymore? What if I'm not as good anymore? Mm, yeah. Now, it's like, it doesn't matter at all. Mm. Because every time I come to it, I come with it with love. With love. And... You don't want to come at it with anything else. With anything else. Mm, I love that. And, you know, even... <laughs> Even if I come to the pages, there's a lot of entries that like, I'm very angry. You're coming
1: to it with love, but you're expressing anger. Yes, but here's the thing. But even anger can come from love. Exactly. Mm.
0: Even the sadness, the depression, the pain, whatever it is, it's still a form of love. Everything is a branch from love. You know what I mean? That's crazy.
1: This is really deep, guys.
0: So love for me is like the candlestick to which (sighs) they measured the universe from. Wow.
2: Yeah. Speaking of candlesticks <laughs> no, no, no. We heard you're an A trainer, <laughs> <laughs> love is a really complex
0: topic for me and um there's a lot to say about it because my life has been shaped and built on love everything from my beliefs to my ideas to the person i am to the person i'm becoming everything is built on this idea of love Hmm. and i know it's cheesy oh love love yourself love that like what you see online but it's, it's love love yeah it's a very powerful thing what does love feel like to you for me it feels like raw Genuine energy I used to study astronomy a lot And I know you guys know A little bit about it Yeah, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And there's parallels To the universe And us humans Beyond imagination And What those parallels One is the sun It's a star right mm-hmm. And how it like Harnesses hydrogen into helium That allows it to burn To be a star Yeah Love is like that raw energy mm-hmm. That allows us to thrive Without love We would not exist That's basically what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. 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 Love is like the purpose Of our existence Yeah and everything else is a branch from love
1: I really like that like you yeah. said it a couple of times and like I'm really starting to feel that and it's yeah. like love is like at the center mm-hmm. and then everything yeah. just grows from yeah. love L-
2: love is the core foundation of even creation you It know? is like two people had to make love for it to create another person that's Absolutely. crazy yeah wow yeah. yeah. Jeez. Jeez.
0: This guy's falling in love with his
2: girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> his wife. What am I saying? Yeah, yeah, his wife. Yeah, yeah. His wife. He's going like, to go home. be like, baby, I love you. Like, baby, let's go to this fucking <laughs> college, <car to> right? <drink."
1: laughs> <laughs> I'm going like, to make a baby this week. Yeah. Oh, man. He's going to come back. Yo, my girlfriend's pregnant. Yeah, bro, bro. bro. Wow. So, Castro, man, like, we went through a whole journey just now yeah. talking about your journey as a writer and how you went through your two books and publishing and all the challenges that came with that. Mm-hmm. I want to shift it up a gear. I want to do a complete 180 because I want to get into the next topic which is something you started kind of recently and I find it so crazy that someone so artistic Mm -hmm. and someone so deep can do something so... Analytical. Analytical Analytical And just logical And just like square As day trading. Yeah, yeah yeah Tell us about that Tell us about yeah, your journey why, yeah.
0: how, how you started that Like mm-hmm. where did this all start I was literally telling my mom This story Yeah This morning Yeah mm. shout, shout out to you, your mom Shout out to my mom <laughs> I've never told you guys this story Yeah So when I was in high school I think I was in grade 11 So I was <laughs> like what Like 17 at the time Yeah Take in This is pre-writing Okay I had a math class Like I would take like Fucking advanced calculus And shit like, bro, I was in a school where kids would get, like, 95 in, like, advanced calculus. Like, wow. it was a very, very, like, high, very, like, advanced. Like, a lot of people were foreign and, like, you know, how, like, math. I think, was, ma- it, the, was it the AP program or something like that?
1: Kind of. Okay,
0: okay, okay. Yeah, so I was in this math class and I, like, I, had, I knew no one in that class because none of my friends were taking it. It was, like, advanced calculus, bro. None mm-hmm. of my friends were doing that shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was in the back of the class and there was a guy named Roy. And I haven't spoken to him since high school. And I have no idea What he was doing But he was a break dancer At the time Jeez. Like I would just pull up With his crew in the middle Of the like hallway And just break out dancing That's yeah, crazy those, I remember that shit yeah, for, like, I yeah. Remember high school that too. shit right Yeah 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 um, Like real throwback
1: right now That's crazy bro um, Back it, in the days When like we didn't have phones Like controlling Yeah yeah yeah, yeah Like it wasn't like that
0: yeah. And I remember like this guy He was sitting at the back too Cause he wasn't really Like the rest of the Rest of the people In that school And he was just like Yo are you into stocks at all And I was like, yo, like, yeah, yeah, yeah." And I was like, yo, like, I've heard of it, but, like, I have no idea what this shit is. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Like, tell me more. And, like, yo, he sparked something in me. And years after that, I went through, like, three different programs in college and dropped out, like, whole random shit. And then, like, I kept going back to stocks. You guys know Investopedia.com or whatever? No. No. It's one of the biggest sites to learn about stocks, terminology, and just everything. Okay. And I remember in college... I would go on that website, go through tab by tab and take notes and try to learn. And then like it came to a point where I was like, yo, this is too much. I'm not capable. I'm not like there's just too much information. Mm. I don't have the time and energy to like learn all of this. Mm. And I put it to the side but here and there i would go on yahoo finance and i would kind of be interested and just look into it mind you guys in high school the next year in grade 12 i took like an economy class and they made us paper trade for one semester the entire semester wow. the stock market
1: i've never heard of that in a high school oh, yeah that is amazing
0: yeah and i remember like uh, i can't even remember the programs we used but like i still had no idea what, what the hell high was. school was this it was called a y jackson
1: in yeah, no I think I've heard of this one. Okay. Yeah. Good, yeah.
0: okay. Um, take in how A.Y. Jackson is named after the, you know, the great seven artists or whatever they're called? Seven of the biggest Canadian painters in Canadian history. Okay, okay. Um, okay. It was named after one of the guys. So one of the was guys A. was A.Y. Jackson. In, okay,
1: okay. In Canada
0: In Canada, is that what I said? (laughs) I remember doing that, and like that always sat in the back of my head Mm -hmm. at how like interesting it was. It's
1: crazy how much of a foreshadow that was. Yeah, absolutely. Whole high school journey. That's amazing.
0: Day trading is actually not that much different from writing, Mm -hmm. in the sense that. (sighs) I heard that one. Yeah, Yeah. in the sense that um. This guy's breaking
2: the fucking mic right now.
0: (laughs) In the sense that there's still creativity involved, Mm. because every trader is different, Mm -hmm. and everybody sees these charts differently. There's a ton of ways to do There's it. There's a ton of ways to do it and a ton mm. of ways to see it. And everybody has their own qualities to it. And to be honest, mathematics has not never been my strong suit, but I've always been interested by numbers. Mm. And Numbers. Yeah. And for me, somehow, I don't know why, but numbers can tell the story. Yeah. Mm. I remember how- Astrology's you, numbers too. Absolutely. Mm. And I remember how you guys, I've showed you my spreadsheets. Yeah. And it's interesting for me how- a set of numbers that have no correlation other than just they match up what a chart says can tell you a story and can paint a picture and can paint a picture Mm. and so that's what's always fascinated me with it it's not really about how the market moves and economies and things like that because like all of that is like a fabrication of human imagination Mm -hmm. to be really honest like mm -hmm. the economy and stuff right for me a lot of the things are fabricated a lot of it are right (laughs) yeah um, it's really Let's just not get into that right now, yeah. Yeah, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's really about how day trading can tell you a story through numbers. That's what okay. fascinates me about it. Mm. Okay, okay.
1: And I know you had a mentor or mm-hmm. you had a friend that right. was day trading, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me a little bit about him and how he inspired you. He's one of the most important
0: people in my life for the last few years. Wow, because he gave me the tools that I would need. He didn't show me the way, he didn't tell me what to do or how to do it. He, he just got a fish. Yeah, exactly. He didn't give me a fish. And even to this day, I talk to him on a daily basis. And even to this day, we don't talk about money. He doesn't tell me what to do. He doesn't tell me what trades to take. He doesn't tell me if this is going to be a win or a loss. We literally just talk about generalizations about the art of trading and like what we're looking at and just very general things.
2: What is the art of trading?
0: The art of trading is being able to make a story from a set of numbers and being able to create predictions and be able to accurately speculate Mm. about a certain trend. What's going to happen. Yeah. What's
2: What's happened, what's happening and what's about to happen.
0: And the thing is, is that life is really complicated, right? Day trading, it's so complicated that for me, it mirrors the complications of life and it's hard to figure out life. And that's what also attracts me to day trading because it's like almost endless. Mm. There's never a point where you're like, you know what? I figured it out. <laughs> this is what it is. All right, I- I'm done. A lot of things are like
1: that, right? Yeah, a lot of things. Are Most nice things, things are like yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But like with with day trading, it's yeah. just so obviously complex. Mm that it's like it's hard to wrap your mind around it
1: i know and it's crazy because uh, you know uh, one of the facts i've heard is that like you know 95 percent of day traders are are not profitable mm-hmm. is it have you heard of that is that true or what do you have to say about that i
0: think it's true for the people that don't know how to manage your risk
3: mm-hmm. also,
1: but generally it is a very tough industry to get into in a tough type of way to earn income Right. to
0: be honest i'm gonna take these words straight from my mentor's mouth okay it's harder than being a surgeon sometimes. Yeah. Why is that? Because um, you're looking at so many factors at the same time that it's crazy that your brain can even compute that many things at the same time. Mm. Like that many factors at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it's split second decisions. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I agree or disagree because obviously like a surgeon has your fucking life in, your, in their yes. hands. Yeah. But it's just like just the scope of how difficult it is. Okay, mm. okay so the thing is is that in order to be profitable it's not just profits and losses in your risk i know i'm I'm gonna get a little bit specific and i'm gonna try not to yeah in your risk management you have to not only incorporate the percentage of risk based on your book of business but you also have to incorporate certain things that are called locate fees and borrow fees this has to be incorporated into it if you don't which I've experienced, you may think you're making a profit, but you're actually not. And mm. obviously I'm playing with a smaller book size, so I'm not playing with an extremely big size. So obviously the risk is small and the reward is small, but it's not really about the size of the money. It's more about the management of risk and your profits and losses, your, your risk to reward ratio. If you don't incorporate these fees, then you're not making money. You're breaking even at most. And is this
1: just like the trading fee? Or, or is there other fees involved, or how does this There's work? commission fees. Yes. There's locate/slash borrow fees. I've never heard of this term. Yeah. Can you kind of? Yeah. So,
0: what it basically means, you have to understand the idea of shorting because it's only on the shorting side. Okay. If you're going long or if you're buying a stock based on a bullish trend, there are no locate or, or borrow fees. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Um, because the idea of shorting, should I go into this real yes. quick? Yes. I mean, oh, I, it, yeah. I'm
1: sure a lot of people would love to know what, what is shorting? I, everyone's probably heard of the term shorting, yeah. but what is it in your words?
0: so i'll try to explain it the best way i can yeah i'll give you guys an example when you buy a stock you're essentially buying a share at a set price mm-hmm. and you're adding something called liquidity into the market
1: your dollars are now flowing in
0: flowing into a pool it. exactly right when you're shorting let's say a stock is at one dollar you're not buying a stock you're not buying a share you go to your brokerage wherever it is and you borrow set amount of shares okay so just keep that in mind you're borrowing shares mm-hmm. so let's say it's at a dollar and you borrow one share mm-hmm. okay it goes down to fifty cents. You go back to the same brokerage. Okay, just taking
1: yeah. a step back, you're borrowing it. Let's just say, for example, you're borrowing ten shares. Ten shares. Are you putting anything up to borrow that ten shares? You don't pay for it until you cover it. Mm. Until you. So you have to kind of lock up the collateral or whatever. Let me let me finish and yeah, I think it'll make okay, more okay, okay. sense. Okay.
0: Okay. So. Let's just say one share, $1. Okay. Let's just keep it very simple, yes. right? You borrow it from your brokerage, so essentially that's $1. The stock goes down to 50 cents. You go back to, the, your, to your same brokerage, you now buy the share that you borrowed for 50 cents, and that 50 cent difference, is what your profit
1: is it is pretty hard for me to understand yes. this and i'm sure it is for a lot of yeah, people yeah. so you borrowed a share for a dollar mm-hmm. you borrowed you own a share now you're borrowing the, you didn't pay for it you don't own you it borrowed it. you borrowed you it. have a share of this of this company yeah now the share price has gone down to 50 cents it's mm-hmm. gone down 50 percent mm-hmm. and you buy the share now for 50 cents so mm-hmm. you have a share that you borrowed and now you have a share that you bought so
0: basically yeah Um, The share that you borrowed For one dollar Is worth a dollar Okay So like imagine Somebody gave this to you You're holding this It's one dollar If I give this to you I'm giving you a dollar Right So when the brokerage Gives you one share It's valued at one dollar Yes When you buy the same share back For 50 cents Yeah It's it's essentially You're you're pocketing 50 cents Yeah You know what I'm saying Yeah Mm. I don't know if that still
2: makes sense. I
1: feel not. like you still have to clear it up a bit. It's it's almost like me and Heaven are probably creating new pathways in our head because mm-hmm. we've never right and mm-hmm. the people listening like click never. Down,
2: they're like yeah hey, I, I want to learn how to publish a book I'm running for <laughs>
1: <laughs> so okay so it's okay we're not in a rush yeah, right yeah. you've borrowed a share mm-hmm. that was worth a dollar mm-hmm. now your broker expects you to give them back the share or mm-hmm. give them back the share. That's right. That's I think that's a key right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Right. So your your brokerage is like okay, I expect you to give me back a share whenever. Mm-hmm. Is it whenever? Yep. Is there a timeline or anything?
0: I don't know if there really is a timeline. Yeah. When you're borrowing a share. Yeah. This is why there's fees involved with shorting. Okay. Because you're not adding liquidity to the market. Mm-hmm. You're not adding any money until you cover, it, until you buy it. Okay. Right. And the thing is, is that let's just look at the other example. Let's say you're trying to short a stock. It's at a dollar for one share, mm. and the price goes up to a dollar fifty. Goes the other way, right? Yeah. So in that case, the brokerage expects a dollar fifty for the one share that you got. Mm. The difference is that, like, when you're giving the share back, they essentially owe you a dollar. If the share is one dollar and you're borrowing it from them, let's say the stock didn't change, you sell it back, they want a dollar for it,
1: mm-hmm, 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 right? Mm-hmm.
0: So it's almost like saying, "I'm gonna take." this share from you it's at a dollar and you technically almost have a dollar in your pocket when it goes down to 50 cents the brokerage only expects half of it back okay okay, okay you know okay. what i'm saying yeah 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 uh, the transaction doesn't work like that but i think if you imagine like the dollar is in your pocket okay then that's what changes yes. so let's say the dollar goes to dollar fifty. Right? You only have a dollar in your pocket. Now Mm -hmm. you have to find fifty cents from somewhere else and give them a dollar fifty. So now you're losing fifty cents. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. But then the other way around the other way around, you have a dollar in your pocket, but now the brokerage only wants half of it.
1: Uh, so okay, now you have 50
0: okay. cents in your pocket you have profited okay. 50 cents okay okay
1: okay okay does that, does that make a little more sense okay okay i, I get it i get it now okay right. okay i feel like a lot of this stuff is is a lot easier to understand visually for me definitely at least. definitely for yeah. me at least for a lot of viewers out there it's probably hard to understand these complex strategies in a sense but i'm glad you you shared that with us yeah
0: i hope it, i hope it clarified it for some people i knew i know shorting for me was really complicated yeah it's a little complicated to explain it just takes some
1: time to understand and learn right? yeah yeah yeah. but
0: i hope i've kind of opened up maybe something a little bit open something up
1: right Uh, definitely for me i'm I'm definitely starting to grasp it Mm -hmm. um and you know i'm personally am uh studying options course so that's why me and you have been going through this journey together in a sense right and um you know i I love learning from you Mm -hmm. and i'm sure a lot of people do what made you want to day trade though like when did you decide like you know what I want to do this. I want to learn this. Yeah, I want I to, this. Out, of, out of
2: all the other high-income skills that yeah. are on the market, mm-hmm. like what made you want to day trade?
1: There's a few factors that
0: it like checked off for me. Number one, I'm an introvert slash extrovert, but majority of the time, I'm an introvert, and I don't really want to deal with people. I don't really want to have to deal with anybody to make my money. Mm-hmm. I want to be in a room by myself anywhere in the fucking world. I want to be with my laptop in fucking rio de janeiro and it's that freedom that it would give me mm. um to be anywhere in the world mm-hmm. and it was also a matter of time i had a lot of opportunities to get into like the construction industry you know how like persons are all like they're all builders <laughs> yes yes um so i had like a lot of connections with that to <laughs> okay. be able to get into it okay but, like i could have gotten into the plumbing industry easily mm. Mm. Um, There's a lot of money in the plumbing industry. But to be honest, like the time factor and like the structure of day trading was really attractive to me. And because I already had, like, that foundational interest already built in me... I don't give a fuck about plumbing. You know what I mean? Because I had, like, that foundational interest... Mm. Um, it was very easy for me to dedicate myself. Mm. Bro, I had already dedicated myself to going through tabs on a website and learning it. You know what
1: I mean? Like, mm. it was already there before it was there. Exactly. You exactly. Know? It, it had already been a part of your life... Yeah. Before you even knew it. Yeah. And mm. and, and really uh, was aware of it. Exactly. Mm. Okay. Okay.
0: And um, just so many things that I checked off of. Mm-hmm. Like, time... Energy, location, and it—it it also went back to telling a story. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: So, despite it not being connected to writing, um, it really goes hand in hand. Because when somebody thinks of mm. a day in the life of a day trader, mm. I'm not mm. sure what exactly they imagine, but I would think that like they're in front of a computer for like seven hours and like your numbers are moving, mm. you know what I mean? Like multiple, charts, screens. multiple screens, yeah. which is fine. Like that, like I'm getting to that point. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is that like, I found this out recently as well. Two things. Number one, you're not in front of a screen for that long. You're actually in front of a screen for a few hours and you're taking a break for a few hours because the market goes through like a lull phase. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And number two, you're making 80% of your annual income in about three, four months. Just let mm-hmm. that soak in for a second. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think even even that itself, it also all depends on the amount of capital you're working with too. Capital, but also there's certain
0: things you can't control like mm. uh, the market. Yeah. Like the last two weeks have been the slowest weeks of 2022. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... I'm in front of a computer every single day, Monday to Friday, if work permits. Mm-hmm. And I've only made one or two trades a day. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. There just
0: isn't anything moving.
1: No, but like going back to what you're saying, you're saying you, you can make 80% of your annual income within three, four months. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you had more money to play with mm-hmm. and and to, to work with, that all those numbers could change. You could maybe make way more than your annual income. Within the same amount of time because you had more money to play with. Yeah, but you following see, the same risk to reward ratios. Yeah. But right? you
0: see, I'm gonna have to kind of disagree because okay. um the thing is is like your annual income is based on what? Not based on what you're currently making. Yeah. More so based on your annual projections. Like let's say you could be projecting to make a hundred grand this year or next year. Based on the capital you have, based on how big the ratios are, and mm-hmm. like the bigger rewards versus your risk, mm-hmm. that can determine how
1: much your annual income would be.
0: So that's all determined on Okay, okay, you're you know saying it in a completely different way. Yeah. I was I
1: was saying more like comparing it to what you were making in in, in your job. Bro, you're like my job, job is a joke compared yeah. to that. Yeah. But you're saying it more like you're projecting something. Yeah. But mm you can actually end up getting to that goal way quicker. Way quicker? Yeah. That's the difference there. But there's
0: pros and cons. Way quicker, but also um, to a point where it's inconsistent. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm. You can't expect that 12 months of the year, you're going to be making 10 grand a month. It won't work like that. You might make 40 grand a month for three months, and then the rest, you may be making two grand. Mm
3: -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's
0: a little inconsistent, Mm. and that doesn't frighten me okay because um as i was talking to my mentor i was saying like my whole life has been inconsistent <laughs> like nothing new mm. you know what i mean like i've been broke i had money been broke had money okay, okay been okay. broke somewhere. so that you you're like
1: uh, i've already lived that, that i've already that's lived, not new to me I'm, I'm living okay. that life you have right to now. point really like, yeah, yeah, yo what's yeah, the worst yeah. that can
0: happen what's the worst that can happen you know what i mean mm. it's just like you have to be really smart okay. with your finances mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um this is not for the lighthearted to be honest because mm. uh like things might go well, you might increase your book of business and next thing you know you're playing with a hundred grand. Mm-hmm. Um, but there
1: are people that blow up accounts, they lose mm-hmm. half a mil
3: mm-hmm. in one
1: trade. On that <sighs> note, I actually want to talk about how a lot of people might think day trading is a like gambling. <clears throat> How do you that's the
0: biggest that? misconception ever. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. glad
1: I'm glad I'm glad you're saying. Yeah. That. Now t- tell us your reason. How is it I'm not gambling? gambling? It's not gambling because um it can be probably, but in your in the way you do it. The
0: the real the a real day trader. Yeah. People that are trading but they have no guidelines for themselves, that's gambling. And they're just guessing. Oh, it yeah. feels like. You know how many people I talk to and I and I ask them, "Hey, like how did you choose this stock to invest in?" They're just like, "I felt like it would be the one." <laughs> Ironically, no matter how much emphasis I put on love, your feelings have nothing to do with this. You in, know what I in mean? In this world. In this world. Yeah. It's a factual game. It's a factual mm. game. Facts,
2: not feelings. Yeah. I mm.
0: mean, yeah. um, it's not to diminish the importance of your feelings. But, but don't it, bring that into this But world. don't bring that into this. Yeah. And it feels good sometimes. Mm. You know what I mean? That like, mm. your feelings don't play a part here. Yes. Like, it, it feels good as a Gemini. It feels good to have like, more than one side. Mm. You know? One side, I submerse, submerse myself into my feelings to the point where I can shed all the tiers I have. Mm. And then on another side, it's like, none of that means shit. <laughs> it's like two ends of the spectrum. Yeah, almost. very complete ends mm. of the spectrum, yeah. but somehow they go together. Yeah, for yeah, me. yeah. Mm. But um, yeah, it's not gambling. If you know the risk to reward and management, mm-hmm. your risk management, mm-hmm. if, you, if you have that down, then like none of it is gambling. Because we're not taking trades based on what we feel and what we think. We're taking trades based on what we know. Mm. And probabilities and statistics, yes. right? all of that Mm. and there's so many powerful indicators that can work together that will tell you so much one of these is the rsi indicator and the macd indicator i'm not giving any secrets away here yeah yeah. a lot of people know these like mm. if you're into stocks and investing a mm. lot of people know it mm. so they're moving averages so right? what, are yeah. what are the two what are the two what are the two the RSI, the rsi is the relative strength index which tells you when something is overbought or oversold macd i don't even know how to explain it i really don't know too much about it i've just relatively recently started to use it with a combination of everything mm. else that's the thing mm. by themselves they don't mean much yeah Putting them together. Putting them together and with everything else. Yes. Yes. Mm. Volume, other indicators, mm. other moving averages, oscillators, all these other things put together. And everybody has a different setup. Mm-hmm. There's hundreds of indicators that you can use, and everybody's using it differently, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's the combinations all of these things can literally tell you sometimes it's literally screaming at you Mm. that like this is what's going to happen and i've seen it and i've played it it gives you goosebumps as well Mm. it gives you this like jolt of energy that is like it's unlike anything
1: I've ever done. You can uh, tell the future almost. You know, like right? you
0: guys know who Nostradamus is—the guy who like fucking. I've heard of the name. It's how like you become Nostradamus for a second. Mm-hmm. What, like, what, what is that? He's he's like some guy that like almost predicted predicted like the future, like fucking Simpsons. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. okay, Like apparently, like the death of Queen Elizabeth yeah. was predicted in one of this guy's books oh, wow. in twenty twenty two. Like oh, yeah. I, I don't even know how real it is. That's crazy. But it's just like somehow you're able to predict,
1: mm-hmm. and it comes true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And going back to like the gambling and mm-hmm. all of that, right? So it's like a lot of people might be doing things in their life that are actually less calculated than what a day trader could be doing. Mm-hmm. And and technically, they're gambling way yeah. more. Yeah, they yeah, might yeah. be going into a, a, into a career or a trade or a, a business that literally makes no sense. Yeah. And without them even knowing it, they're gambling. Yeah. But someone that is a seasoned day trader that knows about all these Things like risk management and what are some of these other things
0: yeah no risk management is huge because like even when you go into a trade Mm -hmm. I have like a calculator like a it's like a thing on Excel spreadsheet that I created Mm -hmm. that will tell you based on your book of business your risk percentage how many shares you should buy how much you're set to lose if you max out your risk and it gives you all that information right I used to just like it says 25 shares I gotta buy I would go in and just buy 25 shares at my entry point but the thing is now when I'm trading unlike before I'm not losing 100% of my risk. I'm sometimes losing only 1% of my 1% risk. It's so little that it's like insane to think that And it's this is all
1: controlled. All you controls. you make the decision. You can choose what you want to put up or what you want to You can already know on. your odds before your, yeah, you Yeah, there's place there's a trade, right? there's
0: three main entry points generally. The first entry point, you should only risk 1% of your risk. Of your risk. So my risk right now is 1% of my book of business. So 1% of 1%. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's so that's, your like, first.
1: that's like what? 0.01% yeah. of your
0: entire thing? Of your Yeah. That's crazy. So it's very little.
1: Minimal. Minimal. Your second entry point is
0: 05 of your 1%. Your last entry point is the remainder. There are a lot of times where I'll jump in as, uh, with 0.1% risk and the stock will go wrong. Well, guess what? I lost zero point one percent, not even one percent, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm out. Sometimes I lose zero point five. That's very common because, like, sometimes you'll get the second indicator that pops up for you, and you'll jump in for your your half size. That's what we call it. And then it goes the wrong way from there. You're only
1: losing zero point five. But if you win, at least you're winning two times. So that's the key right there. That's the difference. That's something that people probably didn't even think was possible. Mm. Risking zero point one percent but being able to win two times yeah that's mm-hmm. a huge difference yeah and i think that open that, that can open up a lot of eyes and opportunities uh, absolutely and, opportunities and
0: that's people. why it's not gambling at all you're not jumping in with mm-hmm. full size mm-hmm. like jumping in with full size is a huge risk yeah. i used to do that when i
1: like when i was really really starting off to trade like mm-hmm. with real money compared to like going to the casino and you're playing a game that's 50-50 yeah and now compare that to like two times which is like 200 mm-hmm. and 50% versus now 200% to like 0.1%. Your first entry point is 0.1%. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: It's
2: not even gambling.
0: (laughs) It's not even gambling, bro. That's that's genius. I'll lose 10 times at 0.1% and like it Mm -hmm. won't even scratch my account. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean?
1: I'm sure a lot of people are like, could be listening to this and they're like, how is this possible? Right. Mm -hmm. So like for people like that, like it's possible because it's possible. Exactly right, but like <laughs> where, where 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 should people where should where can people start if they want to go down this path or start learning about of day path? trading? Yeah,
0: the problem is is that like there's so much misguidedness in so this many industry. Courses yeah, so many courses and and false pretenses of mentors what it is. and gurus yeah. and and like <laughs> and everybody saying that like. It, it, people think it's like a get rich quick scheme, but it's yeah. the furthest thing from it. You know what I mean? But if you were to get started, I would say just YouTube is a big source to educate yourself on it, and really partner yourself up with certain people in the industry, like genuine people. My mentor didn't charge me anything, and I'll forever be grateful for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I would have still been down to pay. Mm-hmm. He was charging people from like five thousand to fifty thousand to teach the things he was teaching. yeah like a whole educational thing. Wow. And um. I've known him since like elementary school, and find someone that is genuine, that is in a similar boat to you, and you guys can grow together. That's that's really important because mm-hmm. at some points you you you'll think you're crazy, and like you you'll feel like you're losing it. You feel like you're losing it. And having someone there with you can, is very important. Can, can keep you above water, right? Yeah, because you learn something and they learn something, and you could bounce it off each other. Mm-hmm. But at first, education is extremely important. Mm-hmm. And if, if I were to emphasize on educating yourself on anything it wouldn't be on candlesticks it wouldn't be on historical data it wouldn't even really be on technical analysis it would be on risk management because okay. you could be the greatest trader on planet earth but if you have no risk management one bad trade you could blow up half your account mm-hmm. all of your account mm-hmm. risk mm-hmm. management is probably
1: one of the most important parts mm-hmm. and, and that goes back to that whole two times versus yeah. the zero point that, yeah. that's where all that comes from yeah right? and
0: also on a, on a bigger scale, mm-hmm. never be afraid to just keep going even when you're confused. Mm. There were so many weeks where I would put in hours on hours and I would have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. Mm. Yeah. And I would just be like just doing it, but like I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's how, how you know. that's, that's, that's how you learn, right? No. That's do. how you learn. Mm. And the thing is, is that like when you're confused, like that's where the self-doubt comes in. That's the same thing how I feel about my writing when I first started off. Like, you don't know what you're doing. You're just doing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like learning an instrument. I love music. I'm, I'm very multidimensional. Like, I, th- you know that about me. You mm-hmm. came to my room, bro. You've mm-hmm. seen mm-hmm. the shit in my room. It's like, like, I'm like 10 different people at the same like time. Like, here, here, here. Everywhere. Everywhere. Bro. And like, learning an instrument is, is the perfect example. Because one thing that nobody ever talks about when it comes to learning anything... They always talk about, you know, the 1% rule, getting better by 1%, mm. showing up daily, progressing, yes. progression, mm-hmm. so on and so on, right? Mm-hmm. But one thing they never talk about is the power of hope and belief. Mm. Mm. Because um, I wrote about it in this book in one entry, but like learning the guitar, right? At first, like you get, you get, you learn one note, then you learn two notes, mm-hmm. then you learn a, a simple melody, and you're like, holy shit, like mm-hmm. you know that's that's dope. Mm. And then, like n- you progress a little bit later, you learn how to play a song.
2: Yeah, eventually you don't learn to make a song.
0: No, 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 no! Don't yeah. even go there yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then eventually get to a point where like you've progressed and you've progressed, but like you're playing every day and you're not getting better. It's not changing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? And that's the moment when people think like, you know what? Like maybe this wasn't meant for me then you know you reach a plateau maybe this wasn't what I was meant to do but the only thing that takes you from a beginner in anything to a professional is the belief Mm. a core belief that I can do this Mm. and that's what allows you to break through The that's what allows you to break through and you know what Mm. happens Mm -hmm. it's like the moment when you plant a little seed in soil Mm -hmm. and the day you look away is the day that it sprouts
2: Mm. jeez you got to be detached from it. That's the thing. You that's right. Yeah, you got to be detached. You got to plant it in there. You just got to do the work that's in front of you. You just got to water it. We can't expect anything out of it. Mm. And you know,
0: like learning the guitar, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you play the same thing you've done for the last three months. Mm. It takes a long time to learn these things. It's not a one week to two weeks thing. You got to put months and years into shit. People, like When I was young, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to put months and years. Yeah. I wanted to figure it out in a week. Mm-hmm. If I didn't, then I'm like, fuck it, this ain't it. Mm. Right? But like the guitar, for example, you play the same thing for three months, and it's like the third month and one day when you realize like, yo, holy shit, I actually did get better." Mm. I actually did improve. Mm-hmm. Like when it did becomes that easier, yeah, it becomes easier It becomes easier and, more, the, and you go into that flow. That's right. Mm. So same thing with day training. I honestly can't visualize how I got here.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: it's
1: so difficult mm. like where was the tipping point there was none it was just a continuity and, yeah. and you not giving up and yeah. continuing day by like day, momentum. By day. That's right. and all the things you learned day by day and all the paper trades you did day yeah, by yeah. day Right, it all accumulated to where you are now
0: and that's what I want everybody to take from this if they were to take away one thing it's that like just don't give up. And mm-hmm. I know it's cheesy and a lot of people say it, but don't bro. give I, I, up. I
1: live by that, bro. Yeah. And it goes to show you, like, you you gave two crazy examples of that, yeah. mm. right? You could be playing a guitar. And, mm-hmm. and you could want to give up. But because you did it now, you know how to play. Yeah. Or you could be day trading and you want to give up and you've lost X amount of money or whatever it is and, and you want to give up. But because you did not now, you, you know how to day trade and you're making X amount, millions of dollars or whatever it is, right? Yeah. So it goes to show you, man, just don't give up. Just keep going. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: And build on that core foundational belief. Mm-hmm. Especially
1: if you just believe in it and you, you know you believe in it just don't give up. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. but
0: my writing is here because of my belief. Mm-hmm. Where I'm at with day training is my belief. Mm-hmm. You know? Where I'm at in my life is solely belief. Mm-hmm. I have nothing to show you guys that like I am this person or that like I'm I'm going to become this person, mm-hmm. and you guys cannot believe me, and everybody cannot believe me. But it's that belief that I have in myself that one day I will.
2: Mm-hmm. You know. All right, guys. Well, clearly the camera has died. We just realized the yeah, camera died. The camera I, died. I think it's died. like just yeah. been
1: going in, guys. Yeah. The um, energy's been too high in the room. Yeah, yeah. The camera just, couldn't take it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's one of those episodes where, like, I feel like Kalashra has so much to teach mm. and so much knowledge and 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 things that he he has that we don't. That mm. we've just been just. Absorbing and absorbing.
0: Yeah. Yo, do you think we could do a part two with that Definitely. You definitely, you you definitely. Yeah. You definitely about, you
1: know? yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. sure I'm sure all, like
2: all, all you guys listening on like Spotify and Apple Podcasts are like, what the fuck are you guys talking about, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. The, cameras yeah. The, cameras the camera's died. The cameras died, so we we're we're, we're so at, we're at this point YouTube.
1: we're kinda of forced to wrap things up a bit. We were just talking about belief right i want to go back to that and touch upon it like it reminded me of a good lesson right it's like no matter what you want to do no matter what you want to get into i think it, it starting off believing in yourself and believing that this is going to do good and this is going to help you this is going to help you grow and this is going to get you to where you want to go and and starting off with that belief is is key Mm -hmm. because during those times during the process where you where you want to give up think back to that belief Mm -hmm. and think back to that point where yo i i truly did believe because i knew it will help me get there and that's why i'm not going to quit Absolutely. And and once you get through that and you keep going and keep going, that's when you will break through and and get to to the next level. It's only right? your belief that will keep you going. Exactly. Right? So, honestly, um, I think there's a lot more we can go into in terms of the day trading yeah. uh, topic. I think at this point I'm going to make an executive decision and say uh, we're going to be bringing Castro on for a part two because <laughs> I've personally been... You know Talking to Castro About day trading For the past two years And mm-hmm. and, and th- like We'd meet up You know Maybe Every couple of weeks uh, Monthly in a sense and, yeah. and we'd talk for hours And hours about this shit and, and it's so interesting And I think we can go into it Definitely At definitely. least a little bit more Yeah 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 And so that's why I want to have a part two Where you come back The idea of belief Is mm-hmm. the thing I want to get across
0: The most Yeah Because it's bigger than Writing Bigger than day trading Bigger than all of it And it's a core belief About not even identity because your identity could change and this isn't like religious belief that i'm referring to belief in the self and in like the universe i want everyone to grow that belief in themselves Mm -hmm. because that's literally like the key to life that's the
2: driving force that's going to push you when you you feel like not moving forward you know like just knowing that is beyond you. It's like an ego death. You got to like get out of your head and make doubt. Don't make it about you. It's not about you. It's about it's beyond you.
0: Yeah. And like this idea of with love, it's the same thing with my trading. You know, everything's got to be done with love. Mm. And so tastes better. Yeah. And that's the belief, right? That's mm. the belief. And I think that that can be taken in many ways. People's beliefs are very different. And just just stand on that. Mm. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. so that that's what that's what I want people to take away. Um, there's a lot of stuff to say about the idea of concept of love as well, mm-hmm. and maybe if there's an opportunity, we could touch on that next episode. And to be honest, one of the things I've always wanted is to be heard. You know, mm-hmm. with like my ideas and all of that. So mm-hmm.
1: I'm glad we we gave you a
0: chance.
2: To, I appreciate to, that. I to really get do. Out there and be
1: heard, bro. Mm. I'm sure a lot of people are gonna love. You've been heard and seen.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, guys, appreciate you guys uh, showing up for today's episode. Uh, It's a longer than usual episode. That's why our camera died. Um, (laughs) But yeah, if you guys enjoyed the episode, make sure you guys uh, like the video, share it with whoever you think would enjoy it, especially those who are looking to get into day trading or those who are, you know, just kind of trying to bet on themselves and whether you're an author or not like if you're just looking to just bet on yourself like this is a definitely a very inspiring episode in my opinion mm-hmm. um so yeah definitely share it to
1: them leave uh, us a comment in yeah. the dms or yeah the YouTube yeah. comments let if, us know if you, know you if really want to see Castro back yeah, sure yeah if a you want you him to do. come
2: back you know or like let us know what your favorite part of the uh the podcast was and like you know what, what you want us to kind of go in more detail on make sure you guys also subscribe uh to the channel as well uh you know we drop a new uh interview with, with a new guest every second thursday you know make sure you follow us on all our socials as well um our socials actually have um all like the all the gems from this episode as well will be available on our tiktok and our instagram and also uh, yeah
0: i just want to thank you guys for mm-hmm. having me on here and for, for what you sure. guys do again and i hope you guys have this belief in yourselves as well to 100%. never stop doing what you're doing 100%. and continue to add value to people's lives. So I appreciate you guys for having me here. I know I'm your boy and you guys are my boy and everything, mm-hmm. but um, I'm really grateful and I appreciate you guys
2: for having me on. Likewise, here. Brother, you, Likewise brother. Yeah. brother. And, and uh, before we uh, get off the podcast here, there's one thing that's possible. And what is that? The wealth know? is possible. Oh, exactly, yeah. exactly. All right, guys. Thank you for uh, watching and listening. And uh, until next time, take it easy. Thanks, guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow.